Well, Radio announcer suffers heart attack during morning program. Oy! Newport, Oregon. Longtime Oregon radio announcer Andy Harley. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's H-A-R-L-E, I guess. Like sure. Har- but kind of like Harley on Guiding Light. Suffered a heart attack yesterday during his morning music and trivia show on KPPT-FM in Newport, a station official said. Newport, Oregon, that is. Harley, 55, has worked in radio for about 30 years. That'll do it to you. Was rushed to Samaritan Pacific Hospital in Newport, listed in critical condition after a massive heart attack about 7.30 a.m., said station manager Larry Blair. Actually, you know what he said on the air just at the moment that he had the heart attack? No, it says music was playing when the heart attack began. Harley did not come back on when the music stopped, Blair said. An engineer continued to broadcast with music. Thank God for those engineers, you know what? Yep. Harley was also the owner of the station, nicknamed The Boss. Mm. Oh, boy. So we'll try to keep an eye on that. But that's a bad sign there. 30 years in the business. Guy was only 55. Right there on the end, just playing music, music and trivia, and had a massive heart attack. Anyway, our question yesterday, and it does tie right in, although it's kind of depressing. Elizabeth's at home, by the way. Oh, thanks. There's Jack Straw. Jack Straw. He's unwilling to take the peaceful route. Okay, the peaceful route. You know, this dog and pony show they're going on, the war is going to be in a few days, and all this other window dressing is going through is just a waste of time, okay? They're trying to, like, save uh, Tony Blair's ass, which I don't think they're going to be able to do. And that's it. And all the rest of this stuff, uh, forget about it. Oh, they want to vote. Maybe now they don't want to vote because it's too embarrassing and the French are going to veto no matter what. And uh, those Freedom Fries are selling like uh, hotcakes and flapjacks. Who do you think will be the next celebrity to die? We asked yesterday here on our very, very uh, famous worldwide poll on NeilRogers.com. And Bob Hope, thanks for the memories. Bob Hope was 622 years old, got 305 votes. Ronald Reagan was uh, distant second, 173. The interesting thing to me, third, right, uh, right on the Pope's ass for a long time, and then he passed him like he was uh, sitting still. Mo Howard Davidson with 106 votes. How do you like that? Did you ever say who you voted for? I voted for Bob Hope. Who'd you vote for? Rhymes with Hope. Dope. Pope. Who? Pope. Oh, the Pope. Yeah, see, that's you again, being a real yeah, right. miserable yeah. farbisson. Uh-huh. Anyway, Mo Howard David had 106. The Pope had 102. I'm proud to say that Strom Thurmond beat me up. Boy, if I can't make it longer than Strom Thurmond, I might as well jump out the window right now. And if we'd have Strom- voted for you back in 60, what is it, 50, 40? 48. Strom Thurmond, 58 votes. Neil Rogers, 54. Don Imus, 23. So in other words, after me, it was way, way down after that. Don Imus, 23. Now, I see, I take that personal exception, even though I did have that stroke three weeks ago, and my head is still a little bit in the, in the foggy stages. But I'm getting a little better each day, and once I get that vacation next week, the time I come back, I'm going to feel like a brand-new boy. Imus, 23. Johnny Cash and Fidel Castro each had 21. How do you like that? Incredibly. Jerry Lewis, 16. The Humper had 14 votes. <laughs> the old Humper had 14. Lose an ounce or two. In fact, take a page out of uh, Fat Julio's book, Hank. He lost 21 pounds, and you said he's got like a little uh, scoochy room right. in his uh, ugly T-shirt. Right. His clothes has a flow to him now. Nice going, Julio. And you know what? I embarrassed him into it, too. Mm-hmm. I know he was already working on it, but I called him a fat tub of crap. Marlon Brando, 13. Speaking of fat tubs of crap, yes, sir, I'm a fart, had 11. And after that, it was single digits only. Bobby Blake had nine. Billy Graham. What's this Bill Graham? Is that your mistake, Carlos, or did Eric make another mistake? I'm not sure, honestly. Billy Graham was supposed to be had eight, tied with Charlton Heston with eight. David Brinkley with six. Al Lewis, Grandpa, and Ernest Borgnine, and Larry King. Uh Uh-huh. And Rodney Dangerfield, Al Goldstein, 
and Rosa Parks each had five. Poor Rosa. Paula Harvey, Mickey Rooney, Kirk Douglas, Bob Barker, Larry Hagman, and Jeff Fatboy Highboy High had four. Jimmy Carter, Papa Bush, Jack Parr each had three, and any other ones with two. Guess who didn't get any votes? Ed McMahon, Rose Marie, Maureen O'Hara, Dick Clark, Walter Cronkite, and Bob Dylan got a big oh put together. Rosemary. How do you like that? Who's Rosemary? <laughs> Did she have a baby? Boy, oh boy. Yeah, she had. Don't you remember Rosemary's baby? Right. You see it on the on Scream Channel. That's right. You don't get it. 9.13 at 5.60 WQM. It's going to be a great Thursday. The phone is working again. The Internet's working again. Oh! I'm feeling sounding great today, if you ask me. Everything's going to be wonderful. we got a good pull, better than yesterday's today, if you ask me also. Although it's, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe they don't like this one either. You know what? Too bad. We really don't care. We're tired of trying to stand on our head to please the picky South Florida audience, aren't we? we got yeah. billboards up the ass, baby. <laughs> and Moe's only got one. That's the bad news. Moe only has one. <laughs> and it looks like I might wind up with five. <laughs> How do you like that? He's really going to be foaming at the mouth. <laughs> but anyway, Turnpike on the east side going south just north of Sterling Road is Moe Howard David. No picture, by the way. They couldn't get that piece to stay on his head. 9.14 at 5.60 WQM. Let me tell you all about a great place for you dogs and dog lovers. Bark Avenue Pet Resort in Hollywood. Bark Avenue Pet Resort is the all, only all-natural pet resort in the country. It's a beautiful 10,000-square-foot facility that offers boarding, grooming, and daycare. <laughs> Whether just for the day, uh, daycare is open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or on overnight or for several months. Your dog will enjoy the comforts of real luxury with oversized tile suites with animal print beds, filtered smell-free air, cleaner than most of your houses, no doubt, purified water for drinking, bathing, and washing as well. Bark Avenue's top-notch groomers, Todd and Francesca, offer expert cuts on all breeds, and they use only pure chemical-free soaps and shampoos. Don't you think I should get another dog? I'm sorry. Another little dog, because then I could take advantage of Bark Avenue now. It's kind of a shame I have this wonderful sponsor. I have no dogs to board there now. I'd get a nice little dog. At Bark Avenue, dogs aren't cooped up all day like at most places, and your dogs socialize according to their size. In large play areas on soft agility mat flooring. And your dogs are always in the presence of a counselor while at play. That's why we have so many fat people at QM. We socialize according to size. Bark Avenue also offers feline boarding in their kitty condos area, hammocks included. Want to take a look for yourself? Just log on to www.barkavpetresort.com and take a virtual tour that lets you look in on your pet anytime from anywhere you are. That's amazing. Bark Avenue Pet Resorts located at 1400 South Federal Highway. Call 954-925-BARK. That's 954-925-BARK. <laughs> or log on to www.barkavpetresort.com. Bark Avenue Pet Resort, the vacation spot your pet will absolutely love. My local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Doi,
most of them had not made a hit movie in over 15 years. Why are there so many stars in Hollywood who think we care where they stand? Ah, ah, what wolfed eagle? Here's the confusion. They're under the illusion like Michael and Twenty-one at five sixty WQAM. Here's our new poll. It's up there. It's not one we're going to have to build today. Thank God. You know, it gets a little bit ponderous, puts a lot of pressure on the audience. Although I'm sure we'll probably get some additions. But do you see anybody that I left out that immediately pops in your mind? No, but I'm busy looking for somebody that I can vote for. Because there aren't, uh, there just aren't that many radio personalities left anywhere in any market, not just ours. Other, other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? Most. Howard Stern, Paul and Ron. Mo Howard Davided, Jim Mandage, Footy, Rick Shaw, Randy Rhodes, Howard! Steve Kane, Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> Dr. Laura, Hank Goldberg, <laughs> Schnitt, Ed Kaplan, or Joe and Mark. Now, did I leave somebody out? No, I think that's it. I mean, I could put people on there like disc jockeys on music stations, but that that's, I don't know, like Johnny Dark, who used to be. Huh? We don't even know any disc I mean, like Footy, he's a personality. Right. What about uh, Tom Joyner? Is he still doing it, the uh, fly jock? Tom Joyner was on Passions, by the way, for a couple of days, doing a cameo. Really? Yeah, isn't that exciting? And you still haven't seen Sheridan yet? Nope. Your loss. I know. Is Tom Joyner still on Hot 105? Are they still carrying his show? I have no way of knowing that. Okay, let's put him on there. And what about on, uh, who are the, uh, what's the guy that's on uh, EDR? Is Jerry hey. Russian's the PD. He's not on the air, is he? Oh, you know who we should put on there is uh, Albie Silk. Albie Silk on Power? Power 6. Who's loved who by one and all, by the way, inside and outside the building. Who what? He's loved by one and all. We like Albie Sil Silk. I have no idea who he is, but if it's good enough for everybody he's else, he's good enough for me. So we got, we're adding Tom Joyner and Albie Silk. Now, who's uh, the main jock on EDR? There's got to be somebody. You don't know, somebody Carlos? Knows. Huh? Yeah, he's a big listener to EDR. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's hip-hopping it all the way up to, all the way to the bank with that big paycheck. Is you kidding me? <laughs> Man, he's hip-hopping it. Wrong I don't think my car gets FM. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Not under the overpass. In doesn't. other words, EDR don't come in on shortwave. <laughs> 5670560on the AT and Verizon, whatever it is. Look at that. They're ahead of us. Boy, they don't mess around. Eric sneaked the second pull in there. Uh, well, the only one for today, but the uh, replacement for yesterday's. And they're right on it already. Other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? Jim Mandich has six. All right. Howard Sperm has two. Hank's got a pair. Mo Howard David has got one. Hey. Mo Howard David, you got one vote already on the poll, baby. <laughs> Paul and young Ron have one, and Randy Rhodes has one. Howard! Pretty big one from what I hear. And Joe and Mark have one. None yet for Rick Shaw, Steve Kane, Rush Limbaugh, Dr. Laura. Schnitt, Eddie K, Footy, or, and we also added Tom Joyner, LB Silk, and we're praying that somebody will tell us who the uh, people are on EDR, okay? By the way, it's uh, the Big Lip Bandit, and uh, that was what Miguel gave us from EDR. 
Big Lip Bandit. And stop okay, saying, you, by uh, the way. Yeah, he's starting to say, by the way. Hey, by the way, Carlos. You're fired. Oh, wait, stick it to me from George. Yeah, George is rubbing off from George. Big Lip Bandit. Now, get these to Eric right away so we don't have to make that same mistake we did yesterday where there was that long pause because Eric was uh, puking his guts out when he was at the bowl all day or something. I notice he's right on top of things today because he doesn't want me bitching him out again on the ear, which I will if he uh, dilly-dallies at all in the very least. I'll rip him an ass. And in his case, that would be quite an undertaking. Okay, let's get some of these great calls on here today. We've got a lot of stuff. We've got Elizabeth is home. She's safe. Oh! Although I have some concerns about what went on there because this guy that kidnapped her, this religious nut. There we go with that being redundant again, religious nut. Uh, he uh, snatched Elizabeth to make her his second wife in a polygamous relationship, Brian David Mitchell, a.k.a. Emmanuel, who is one of the smarmiest, nastiest. And, of course, since uh, he had her under his spell uh, for nine long months, one can only assume the worst. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Not, not a pretty picture. But at least she's home and safe. Oh! That's good. That's a good start. Did you know she was home and safe? Who? You. Did who is who home and safe? Elizabeth Smart is home and safe. <laughs> Elizabeth Smart is home and safe? Yeah, and that's something. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to make light of it, but you people in the media are crazy. You're crazy over here. Here's Miami. Hello. Welcome home, Elizabeth. Yeah. Hey, Neil. She's home and safe. Aren't you happy? I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound too excited. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've got a... <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Mo. Hey, I don't know if you got a list. <laughs> Mo, shut up. <laughs> Mo, I'm going to come over there and get that damn swallow off your head. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So I don't know if you got to listen to uh, the humpster yesterday. No, no, I did not hear the humper. Look, all I got, I got one comment. Hey, Hank, stick to the sports, buddy. You suck. What was he talking about? Click. Oh, click. Well, Probably hung up on him. No, as a matter of fact, no, you know, I did hear Hank talking about uh, the war or something for just a second. I was in here checking something on the Internet, and every yeah. time I do that, I just pot it up to see what's going on. And I, But I only heard like 30 seconds, So, I, and he was talking about uh, Iraq and this and that. I don't know. So there you go. 926 at 560 WQM. Let me tell you about a place we can all go and feast. Maybe we'll have the Last Supper there. What do you think, huh? Okay. I'll fly down special for that. We'll just go there and pig out. We'll eat until we all croak, but we'll do a big smile on our face at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. You'll find what in Sunrise, North Miami Beach, and that newest location in Pembroke Pines, they've got six different kind of soups, and you can ladle in your bowl all you like, one or two or all six if you like. And they've got dozens of succulent entrees, not just Oriental stuff, but all kinds of fresh veggies and all kinds of other good things, too. They got beef and chicken and seafood, oriental surf and turf on the weekends, New York strip made to order at the Gourmet Center, a sizzling Asian grill featuring teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, hand-carved prime rib. The Emerald Coast promotes healthy living, too. No MSG, no cornstarch, no migraine headache, and they use only all cholesterol-free oils in all their cooking. The buffet at Emerald Coast features a full salad bar, a new sushi bar, and a fresh shrimp cocktail, too. And don't forget, Emerald Coast famous Lobster Fest is back, too, featuring lobster thermometers and lobster bisque. Lobster bisque has got delicious, but boy, not like send your cholesterol skyrocketing. Yeah. Good. So like I said, have a second bowl. One requirement is save room for dessert. They've got a great dessert bar featuring pies and cakes. Who cares about cholesterol with everything that's going on in the world? You know what? Mm, pie. Could be our worst problem. Pies and cakes and pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, fresh fruit, a gigantic feast at the Emerald Coast Buffet. 
Three locations, like I said only moments ago, you'll find them in the original South Florida location in Sunrise at Pine Island of 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd and North Miami Beach, and we all remember how great North Miami Beach used to be, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. They accept reservations, takeout and delivery also available, and look for the new Oriental Chicken Salad when you hop into the Emerald Coast. Call them at 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. Be sure and tell Richard that Neil sent you by to the Emerald Coast, and he'll say, Go Leafs, go. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. Was notarized. Warning, we have mercilessly taken the following material out of context without endorsement or permission from those depicted. It is our ongoing mission to make everything that is good and decent look as ridiculous as possible. We hope we've reached that goal. Former yeah. President Bill Clinton, your wife, the junior senator from New York. Yes. His uh, bitch. I think that's a no-brainer. <laughs> She's a pig at the trough. A couple of other things. Has Chelsea got a job somewhere that was reported in the paper? No, no. Uh, she's been pushing drugs, uh -oh. and I'm very glad. <laughs> All right, let's discuss something close to us. Uh, Ask. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know, as you might imagine, uh, I have a young assistant. You're sticking her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith, done that already? I did. Mm -hmm. I cut through there like a hot knife through butter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. We'll be right back with former President Clinton. Uh -huh. 932 at 560 WQAM. So anyway, I noticed that for some strange reason, Tom Joyner and Al B. Silk, they haven't made the list yet. Big Lip Bandit is on there, but how come the other two didn't make it? Carlos? He said it. I see. Are we going to get back into that again? I'm sure that Eric is working on it right now. On a nice big uh, ham sandwich, maybe a little bit of cheese. Lacey Peterson, how long do you think it would take before we got her name back into the thing again? About two minutes. Yeah, now they're going back into that again. Where's Lacey Peterson now that we finally found Elizabeth Smart? Kind of figures, don't it? Mm -hmm. 80 votes so far on a poll. And, you know, this is going to change at 10 o'clock. You do know that, don't you? No. Well, I'm telling you right now, the, the percentages will change dramatically because Howard's sperm is still on now and Ron and Paul are still on. And so once people tune over back to us at 10, 10.30, whenever they get around to it, because uh, Howard's sperm is on. When the hell does he go up? Whenever he feels like it? I'm going to start doing that. Let's leave today about 11.15. Okay. But anyway, other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? Jim Mandich, 23. All right. Howard sperm, 15. Randy Rhodes, 11. Well, oh, my God. Now, that's can you believe that? That's the talk know. show crowd. Yeah. Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter. God almighty. Randy Rhodes, 11. Hank Goldberg, 11. Paul and Young Ron and the old Paul and uh, five on Zeta. Rush Limbaugh, four. Only four for the fat one? Mo Howard David has got four. He's tied with Rush. How do you like that, Mo? You're moving up in the world, baby. You're tied with Rush. <laughs> and Dr. Laura Schnitt and Joe and Mark each have two. Eddie K's got one and none for anybody else. Yeah, I don't, I don't see uh, Albie Silk or uh, Tom Joyner on there. They're working on it. <laughs> They're working on it all right. Gee, we're off to such a good start, too, except for the technical uh, sabotage we had. Thank God Julio's in the building to get that all straightened out, you know what? And he can Thank move God much faster now. Huh? He can move much faster now. Yeah, he can. Like a speeding bullet. Nice going, Julio. <laughs> Linda Kornikova uh, vows, re uh, vows revenge against Linda. Fedorov. She's vowing it. Tennis vixen Anna Kornikova is in danger of losing millions in endorsements after ex-husband and hockey star Sergei Fedorov. By the way, speaking of hockey, are the Panthers ever going to score another goal at home? No. Two home games, two 4 nothing shutouts. And the paper, I looked in my paper this morning at the box to see how many people it said were there last night. 15,448 it said. I'm going to tell you something, seriously. You people in the organization, 
Do you think you're kidding anybody? Because I watched the uh, TSN Montreal telecast last night because the uh, Panther thing, they blacked out. And they actually backed up. You know, they panned the whole arena. And they said they're going to have to start getting some people in this place. They're really desperate. There couldn't have been 4,000 people there. I've never, ever seen anything like that. There was nobody there. Nobody. And a paper puts 15,000 like they're fooling somebody. I guess they must have been counting everybody at the sawgrass, too, huh? <laughs> Tennis vixen Anna Cornahoya is in danger of losing millions in endorsements after ex-husband and hockey star Sergei Fedorov revealed their secret union last week, says a European newspaper report. According to a Slovak daily, Kornikova's promising revenge after Fedorov, who plays for the Detroit Red Wings, admitted that the couple had a brief marriage that ended in divorce. In the March 10th edition of Novikas, Kornikova, who's inactive while re rehabilitating an ankle injury, is quoted as saying that some of her lucrative contracts for photo sessions could be lost thanks to Fedorov's comments. Sergei did not have a right to do that. She said, we agreed that everything would remain our secret, our, mar our marriage as well as the matter of our divorce, she said. This revelation may deprive me of some contracts. There's a clause in them that I must not become attached to any man. You think it says anything about attached to a uh, any woman? That would only help. Under the headline, Kornikova Promising Revenge, the paper reports that Fedorov's admission has severely complicated the Russian tennis player's life and that some of the U.S. $10 million worth of Kornikova's contracts are now in jeopardy. Yesterday, Fedorov's agent said he was unaware of any secrecy agreement between his client and Kornikova. Pat Brisson said he was present when Fedorov admitted their marriage but didn't know what compelled the Russian center to make the information public. I have a feeling I know what compelled her to make it public, don't you? What? That's the problem! I think that's what did it. She's a beautiful girl. I know it's an interesting topic, but I don't know why he did it. He said, I don't, didn't think it was going to be all that important. After years of silence on his relationship with Kornoholia, Fedorov revealed to the Hockey News in its March 14th edition, we were married, albeit brief, and we are now divorced. I don't keep in touch with her. I'm not touching her. And probably didn't before either. In a recent follow-up interview, Fedorov said he was sort of protecting his former wife and keeping their marriage a secret for so long. Well, there you go. She's pissed off and fired up. How do you like that? And the Panthers couldn't score into an empty net at home. Maybe they should just play all the games on the road. Nobody shows up at home anyway. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. You know Elizabeth Smart is home? Uh, Who? Guilt, blame, anger. Elizabeth's home. They've got relatives, neighbors, people that once rode on the bus with her, um, schoolmates. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Elizabeth Smart has been uh, found and returned to her family. No. Seriously. That, Thank you. Her. Thanks for the great news. Oh! All right. you hear that? What? Other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? Jim Mandis, 27. Howard Stern, 19. Randy Rhodes, 16, which I'm really dubious of that. Howard! Hank Goldberg, four, 14. Paul and Young Ron, seven. Now, it's interesting. Isn't it fascinating that these people, this is a good sign. Mm -hmm. The Howard Sperm and the Ron and Paul people are voting uh, so far 26 of those, and this is like in the middle of those shows. Which means they listen until you come on. There you go. Well, that's a good start. And there's, uh, speaking of start, rhymes with start, there's Elizabeth Smart. Oh! Yeah. She's home. <laughs> there's that amateur, it, I don't want to harp Elizabeth on it, but there's that video again where she's playing that harp. She's, she's cute as a button, you know. She's really a yeah. cute little girl. And I'm very happy that she's safe. I still am a little bit worried about that one thing, though. Which thing would that be? Well, because it says the Seattle Times quotes sources in Utah saying that Brian David Mitchell, uh, a.k.a. Emmanuel, the scumbag, 
Mm-hmm. snatched Elizabeth to make her his second wife in a polygamous relationship. The newspaper also reports it was during the five hours that Mitchell worked at the Smart Family Home last year that he allegedly got the idea that God told him that Elizabeth was supposed to be his wife. Mm. Police sources say Elizabeth had been living in Sandy, Utah, about only 20 miles from her family's home with Mitchell and at least one woman. The woman is believed to be Wanda Barzi, the adult female companion arrested with Mitchell as Elizabeth was rescued yesterday afternoon. So in other words, if he uh, God told him that she was going to be a second wife, and it's a very grotesque thought, you know? Yeah. We just hope she's fine and she's okay. And she looks fine, but uh, I have a feeling something happened that didn't meet the eye. You know what I'm saying? And this guy, of course, they should execute them both on uh, national TV. Oh! MSNBC, oh! Fox, oh! CNN. Oh! Who am I leaving out? CBS, oh! NBC, oh! ABC, oh! WV, oh! UPN, oh! Telemundo. Oh! PBS, What's the other one? TNT. TNT? Oh! What's the other A&E, one? Lifetime. Now, what's oh, the other one besides Telemundo? Mundos. Uh, what? Univision. Univision. Oh. There you go. Nickelodeon. Nick and Nickelodeon should simulcast it so all little kids should see this right. is what happens to you if you do something like this. Grotesque and aberrant. B-E-T. Another religious nut. Another religious wacko with that beard and the whole thing look like a real scumbag, man. And you're right. Scumbag. These scumbags. We're tired of scumbags, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't have to be like a bunch of uh, militant Muslim scumbags. Those are pretty scary enough. But these scumbags, we're tired of them, too. You're just tired of scumbags, you know? Right. It's one thing if you want to walk around looking like a scumbag. That's okay. But just don't act like a scumbag. That's all we ask. Is that too much? No. No. Cut it out. And see what happens when you give money to a scumbag? That's right. And that's the point. You know, we were discussing this before the show today. And the only reason that the homeless voice thing is growing like it's uh, like some kind of a disease, it's spreading like a virus, is because some of you assholes out there are giving them money. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why we got 75 million scumbags all over South Florida on every street corner with their orange T-shirts uh, doing this scam for Sean Canoni. It's a disgrace. Don't feed the monster. Don't feed the scumbags, okay? Don't feed this cult, this insanity, because all you do by it is you perpetuate it and you make it continue growing. It's like feeding a virus. They won't listen to me, you know. Mm-mm. Oh, but I wouldn't he looks so needy. Yeah, if they were like bleeding on the street corner, I'd uh, probably be ketchup. I wouldn't give them a dime. Spare some change, mister. No. No way. 941. Am I getting a little worked up? I think I'm turning the corner now. Oh! After, after getting all those votes in the death pool, I think I'm starting to like, uh, get my energy. Well, it's kind of scary, you know. Prove them wrong. It's a little uh, scary, although Mo beat me out like two to one. Just uh, beat don't, me by a million miles. Nice going, Mo. And by the way, his billboard, I understand, has no picture on it. <laughs> so there we go. He and I are back-to-back, evidently. Turnpike at the 595 interchange, visible going south on the turnpike, and the southbound entrance is the turnpike from 595. Uh, there's a Neil God billboard with my puss on it. And uh, Turnpike East Side, visible going south just north of Sterling Road. There's Mo Howard David. So we're like almost back-to-back, me and my good buddy, the Mo Meister. You know, it's March Madness time of the year again, and if you're looking to lay down some bets, you better know with whom you are dealing. VIPSportsbook.com is the best. You can have complete trust in VIPSportsbook.com, a legal and licensed sportsbook, and one of the original online books is still the best. In fact, one of the very few legal people that this company does business with. You like parlay odds, high ones? How to parlay odds of up to 2,000 to 1 sound? How about free same-day payouts? How about a 15% cash bonus added to your first deposit? Most of all, for the past seven years, VIPSportsbook.com has earned a reputation as the sportsbook with the best customer service in the universe. SportsbookReview.com rated them number one in customer service two years in a row. Who knows, it might be your turn to go on the roll of a lifetime, so you better make sure you're in the right sportsbook when that happens. Sign up online at VIPSportsbook.com, and when you do that, you get a 15% cash bonus added to your first deposit. 
Nothing like starting out a winner. If you're not online, just call them toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS. That's 1-866-VIP-BETS. But the 15% sign-up bonus is only available online, so get your ass online and get your 15% cash bonus today at VIPSportsbook.com, where you be the VIP. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. If there's a but, I smell it. The message is, there are no knowns. There are things we know that we know. Run, 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 smell it. There are known unknowns. That is to say, there are things that we now know we don't know. But there are also unknown unknowns. Run, 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 smell it. And there are things we do not know we don't know. And each year, we discover a few more of those unknown unknowns. Run, 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 smell it. I believe what I said yesterday. Well, um, I don't know what I said, uh, but, but I, I know what I think. And uh, well, um, oh, goodness, there are no knowns. You say I, I, I don't think so, although that's what I think. No. Nine forty-seven, five sixty. WQM. What happened? To all those calls you had lined up there, Carlos. It looks like they all uh, disappeared. Maybe somebody zapped them. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. I feel really embarrassed and humiliated and stupid right now. You know why is that? Well, this fax you just sent me, how the hell could I have left off Bill? Are you sure? Huh? Kind of out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, because mm -hmm. I rarely uh, am in the car at that time. And of course, here I'm not in the car at all, and I don't even know if I could pick him up here on any station, which I doubt. But it says, please put Phil Henry on the poll, which we will immediately, Carlos. He's going to get a lot of votes. I live in Texas, and listen to you guys back on the web. Just like the good old days, isn't it a misnomer to have Mo? Uh, oh, I see. Listen to you guys back to back on the web. He says, me and Phil. Isn't it a misnomer to have Mo on your list? After all, the question is which radio personality, and Mo has no personality. When I hear him, I actually miss the worst team, it says. Love the show, but I don't miss South Florida. Well, thank you so much for reminding me. And how come I took this guy from Texas to remind us to put Phil Henry on there, and this audience again is like that, huh? Like what is wrong with these people? There's something very, very wrong there. Is it in the air again? What's going on there? Maybe they're like having big parties now because Elizabeth Smart is home safe. Oh! How do you like that? Who? What's her name? Oh. Here's our only lonely call. It's from Homestead. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, uh, you also forgot Jim Rome. I don't know. Uh, uh, Romeo. Well, I don't know. He's I know somebody like... that listens to him all the time. Okay, I'll put him on there, Jim Rome. We don't care. We're no problem. But, Neil. Yes. Did, did you hear that Elizabeth Smart is homentoshing? No, okay. She's homentoshing for Purim. Thank you. <laughs> There's a homentoshing guy from uh, Homestead already. How do you like that? Exactly. Look at that phone, man. There's something really deadly going on. You had a whole bunch lined up. Now, something must have happened that I'm not no. aware about. Huh? They just got tired and hung up. What is that supposed to mean? I guess I sound too happy today. And that's because mm -hmm. the, the pressure on my head is starting to alleviate now, you know? Good. And I do want to thank the uh, walk-in clinic, wherever the hell it is. Oh, did I have an experience trying to get my Plavix, as you well know? Yeah. By the way, they're coming to get your ass. I'm sure. But uh, the good news is I finally went because I told you the other day, anybody that comes up here, you better check. Make sure you got plenty of your prescription drugs when you get here. They won't mess with them, but uh, you can't use a U.S. prescription here. They won't let you call it in or fax it in or uh, whatever. And so it's kind of like a little bit of blackmail. They make you go to a walk-in clinic and you see a doctor. I went to the first walk-in clinic downtown. There were like 80,000 people in there. And uh, she said, oh, it's a four- to a six-hour wait. And so I registered and I signed on the thing and... Uh, she said, you can go back home and come back in about four hours. So I come home, wait a couple of hours. I call her to see how many more thousand people are online until I go back just to get see the doctor to get my prescription written. And she said, oh, uh, basically forget about it. But you can call this place, 
And so she gave me the uh, phone number and address of another joint. I took a cab over there in a much more upscale, beautiful place. There was about ten people sitting in there. They got three doctors going. It, it was just a beautiful place. People in there like in business suits. You know what I mean? A little mm. more upscale than this other walk-in clinic where it looked like uh, all the people from Naranja were in there, you know? Like the guy that kidnapped Elizabeth Smart. Right. Like the, Is she home okay? Oh, yeah. Well, we don't know if she's okay yet. Oh, but, but she is home. home. Yeah. Thank God. So anyway, I go to that other place. I wait about a half hour, which isn't bad at all. I see a very, very nice doctor. He says, uh, I show him my prescription. I explain the thing about I can't get the uh, thing refilled here from the U.S. No problem. How many do you want? You ever hear of anybody say something? You ever hear of an American <laughs> doctor say, how many do you want? No. He said, how about if I give you a 100 to start and I'll give you a refill for another 100? So that's like, since it's a one-a-day kind of a thing, a blood thinner, Plavix, since I had that stroke, that's like six and a half months. It's almost seven months worth. Oh! Thanks, Doc. You know how much it cost me? I already told you. That's right. Thirty-five bucks Canadian. It's about twenty-two bucks U.S. <laughs> and I was more than delighted to pay. You know, I was, so it's a little bit of a thing they make you do. I was ecstatic, and I take it to my uh, shopper's drug mart. I get the prescription filled. I go there yesterday. I got the drugs in my thing right now, and I'm uh, oh, oh, you have no idea because I had like two pills left when this was all going on. One for two days, mm -hmm. and I was trying other means of getting right. some uh, sent here, but that just didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> because we got some really stupid people down there, but that's okay. Don't take it personal unless no, you feel like it. It's all right. Okay, how's this poll doing? Other than Neil, we have Phil Henry on there because, again, I apologize. Will you accept that, Phil? Okay. Because that was really, I don't see it on there yet. See, I don't want to be pushy, Eric, but Phil Henry should have been. Oh, he is on there. He's got two already. Like I said, nice going, Eric. Why are you always picking on Eric, Carlos? Are you jealous? Must be. Just calm. Oh, do you hear how depressed he is now? Just calm down. I understand that your life is probably being shortened by many years having to be associated with him, but it's the best we can do. He's a, oh, and you've got the cartoon on there, too. Beautiful. <laughs> Who did that? Did you do that, or did you send it to Eric? No, I did that. Nice that I going. Like I said, Ed Carlos is the best. Not only do we have our 80 million great bedtime stories today, and look at this one, Elizabeth Smart found alive. <laughs> There's a picture of Elizabeth. She really is a knockout. She's a cute little girl. Well, she's 15. She's not a little girl anymore. She's beautiful. Right. But I'm a little worried about that one thing I mentioned. Yeah. Aren't you? I don't want to think about it. I know. It's a, uh, you know. Hmm. I, I say we just uh, cut his balls off if he has any left right on TV. Nothing but anyway, the cartoon, chipper. the cartoon, there's a big, fat, it kind of looks like the Beast. He's got his T-shirt, his sports T-shirt on, his shorts, big, fat, tubby American guy. And he's sitting in his uh, recliner, and he's surrounded by soda and uh, beer. Chips, popcorn, a whole deal. He's got a uh, CNN war guide in his lap, and he's got the TV remote. He's sitting there with a little American flag in his beanie, looking at the TV and says, Okay, start the war. I'm ready. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, let's make a sport out of it. What do you say? So what was I talking about before I got to that? Something about on our website? Elizabeth Smart. Oh, there's some great, uh, tremendous bedtime stories on there today. And I apologize for sending you so many because I know it's a lot of work, but... They're just we just got to get them all on there, you know. About must... about three fourths are on there now. Oh, and so in other words, we still have more to come. Okay, anyway, getting back to the survey, Jim Mandich, forty six. Other than Neil, which radio personality do you listen to most? It'll be real interesting to see if these percentages change after ten and then after ten thirty, whenever Howard decides to give it up. Mandich, forty six. Howard Stern, thirty. Randy Rhodes, twenty two. I'm shocked. Howard! Aren't you? Why Why are you so shocked? She has a following, you know. That's why I'm shocked. Hank Goldberg, 21. Rush Limbaugh's got 10. What the, that, that, that. Attaboy, Rush. Ron and uh, young Paul, old Paul, have eight. 
Phil Henry's got six. We just put him on there seconds ago. You mark my words, he's going to give them a run for their money. Are you sure? Absolutely. How could I have forgotten that? I wasn't done willfully, I'll guarantee you that. It's just that uh, I don't, you know, don't hear him. You had that stroke. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I remember everything. Maybe that's the like part of your pills brain you were supposed to send. Yeah. Anyway, Mo Howard David is tied with Phil for, with six. That won't last. Schnitt's got six. The Schnittmeister. Dr. Orr's got a pair. Joe and Mark have a pair. Mr. Ego, Steve Kane's got one. Now, isn't that interesting, huh? Of the former, of the former radio, uh, talk, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The talk groupy kind of people. Mm -hmm. Randy's got, uh, 20 some odd. And Mr. Ego. Just tell me what your problem is. He's got one. Footy's got one. Eddie K has one. Romy's got one already. Dick Lib Bandit, LB Silk, Tom Joyner, and Rick Shaw have none. Now, what is, how is that possible? Where's all the brothers and sisters out there that are listening to, I guess they must be listening to EDR and Hot 105 now, huh? Right. Remember you chased them all away with that song you were playing? No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not, because when we did the thing on the, remember all the votes that, uh, Tupac got? <laughs> you know how many you got, don't you? About 30, man. That was it. 5670560. Oh, <laughs> Pound 560 on my, uh, AT&T and your Verizon wireless line. Here's Brighton Beach. Hello. Boynton Beach, wherever the hell it is. Brighton. Neil. Boynton Beach, yes, sir. Boynton. Yeah, um, happy Elizabeth Smart Day. I beg your pardon? Happy Elizabeth Smart Day. And back to you, yeah. And uh, you, how about Bob and Tom? Oh, yeah, Bob and Tom should be on there. Again, out of sight, out of mind. Very good. Thank you very much. And thank you. You're day. welcome, and have a great life. Bob and Tom. Well, see, I'm not really a Palm Beachish. Is there anybody in Palm Beach else that we ought to put on there? I don't think so. We just don't know the uh, Palm Beach market all that well, and I do understand that many of you, like in Boynton, like that guy, and in Boca and whatever, in West Palm, you think that like Palm Beach is like part of our. Uh, it, it's just not, you know. We're ecstatic and delighted that you listen to us, but it's just, uh, it's another planet, you know. Mm -hmm. It's a little league. It's a place where they vote for Pat Buchanan. Hey, it's Howard. Howard Spam. Are you? Yeah. Hi, I'm Aaron Summers. You know what? You got me talking on the passion phones. Tell me the story about how you got blown. I got you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Ha, ha. I'll tell you once more before I hang up the phone. I got you down. The lines are jammed up. Yeah, there isn't a doubt. Call up and tell me what it's all about. I got you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> I'll tell you once more before I hang up the phone. I got you down. I got you down. I got you down. I got you down. <laughs> I got you down. Here on the show, there's a new topic each night. Who'd you have sex with? Were they black or were they white? I got you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> 
Okay, play that just to, to get even now with Phil to uh, pay him back for leaving him off there the first few minutes. And how could you not to remind me of that? Because out of sight, out of mind. I don't listen. You must be slipping, man. 1002 at 560 WQN. The, uh, George will be on next week, and here's your homework assignment. Even if you hate George like poison, we require that you listen to him every day all next week. Oh, why are you doing that to these people? Because we need their help. We can't afford to have another uh, bad month. Well, they can just write it down. They don't have to listen. Ah! Uh, you're not supposed to be saying crap oh, like that. No wonder they're going to come and take your ass away. They must listen religiously every day, even when George is on. We need that badly, okay? Okay. There you go. And my advice to you is don't uh, let them get to you. That's my advice. Don't take them personal because everybody who? and their brother is listening out there, even the ones who claim they hate you like poison, and just oh. always keep that in mind. Like Rimmer? Well, why do you have to bring him up now? I don't know. The Panthers are falling on tough times. They couldn't score a goal into the ocean on a home game, and you're picking on poor Rimmer, okay, just because he's eight. And, and whoever made that schedule out, what kind of a schedule is that? Every other game, they play a home game, they go on the road. They come back, play a home game, they go on the road. No wonder he and the whole goddamn team are sick all the time. No wonder Juggs is so sick. Plus, he's bleeding from the back, for, thanks to Gildy. Because even now, Juggs knows that Gildy's like a stabbing. <laughs> and rumor is Gildy's in uh, somewhere with ESPN Radio looking for a job. That's the that's rumor that somebody inside started yesterday. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, add to your list uh, uh -huh. George Norrie. Uh, what? Who? He took over Art Bell. Oh! Okay. <laughs> she is so chronic, that woman. And that voice, as soon as I hear her voice, I want to kill myself. I really do. I mean, she may be a very nice lady, but the fact that she listens to that Art Bell, whatever it is now, I know we're not putting that down. Are we? I listen to that. Oh, okay, okay, excuse me. Excuse me, what is it called, George what? Nori. Nori. How do you spell that? N-O-R-E-Y? -R -R -E I'll look it up. I have oh, no idea. Yeah, look it up. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I have no clue what that is. George Nori. You listen to the Art Bell show, the outer... Well, of course, probably some of your kinfolk are in the same, just get off the hey, ship. him and Boca Brian, and when we go to lunch, I might as well just not even be there. Art Bell Oyster said neck? this, and then they had this guest. Oyster neck. Well, I figure yeah. so. Look at that. The Dow is up 111 points. Oh. All right. Nasdaq's up 19. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, see, we're turning the corner, man, all you doubters out there. And then when we go in and we get those laundry heads. Oh, and look at this. I don't know if I put this story on a website or not. Where in the world is Iraq? Did I put that on or not? I guess not. Don't think so. No. This is, uh, I know, it's more of the same business, and America just doesn't care because I guess we enjoy being stupid. It says the U.S. may be going to war with Iraq, but a survey finds that an overwhelming number of young adults don't have a clue as to where their country is on a world map, okay? They don't have a clue as uh, to where the hell it is on, on a map. And haven't we been talking about that for years and years and years, how freaking stupid the American public is? I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I don't have a clue. A National Geographic survey of nearly 3,000 young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 finds that 87% of them can't find Iraq on a map. I wonder if they counted the president. Oh, he's too old for that. Mm -hmm. He's in a different category. I like that one. CBS newsman Stephen Kaufman took a world atlas along to a, ma a mall in Spokane, Washington, and reports that uh, and reports that just helped support the survey's findings. Why? I think there's a word left off of this page. He says, I was looking for Iran, Uzbekistan. There's Turkey, said a young woman. There's Iran, Afghanistan, said a young man. Saudi, Yemen, not Saudi Arabia, Saudi. Your finger passed right over it, pointed out Kaufman. Iran, Iraq, he exclaimed. 
With the threat of war focusing attention on Iraq, the National Geographic Society is issuing a new atlas of the Middle East. The 96-page volume compiled by the Society's mapmakers goes on sale in bookstores next week and on the Society's website immediately. It covers the history and current status of the 16-nation region. Under development since October, the atlas is being issued about two weeks earlier than originally planned because we want to get out before the war starts. So call us when the party started. The atlas shows Iraq, for example, has a population of 23.6 million people, of which 4.9 million people live in the capital. It's in the bag, Dad. Average life expectancy is just 58 years compared to nearly 77 in the U.S. Each country has a separate section of the atlas, which also includes maps of the major cities, including Baghdad, Jerusalem, Cairo, Damascus, and Tehran. The Education Commission of the state says geography is a problem in the uh, schools. Reading and math especially have gotten a lot of focus. I think social studies and geography have been taken up and pushed to the wayside, said Jennifer Dunay, a policy analyst with the ECS. <laughs> she said the survey speaks loudly for students needing an international education complete with studies about world history, ge geography, cultures, and language of other countries, and, of course, language that their own country couldn't hurt either, if you catch my drift. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. Other than Neil, what uh, personality do you listen to most on your radio? Jim Mann at 64, Howard Sperm 40. See if that changes any. You watching it? Keep an eye on it? Sure. Randy Rhodes, 27. Phil Henry's moved up to 23 already, tied with Hank. Rush Limbaugh's got 22. Keep your eye on that one, too. Make sure that we don't have any uh, freepers on there, assholes. Schnitz got 13. Paul and Young Ron have got 10. Mo Howard David had 7. Dr. Laura, Steve Kane have four. Joe and Mark appear. Jim Romy has one. Romy, Romy. Call me homie. Oh, that's the wrong sports show. Tom Joyner and Footy and Eddie K and Bob and Tom each have one. Big Lip Bandit, Rick Shaw and Albie Silk have the big oh! none. Well, that's bad. Don't you feel bad for Ricky Ticky? And what about George Norrie? We better get that one up there right away. That's when the votes are really going to start pouring in. Yeah, I when just got the spelling. N-O-O-R-Y. Well, what do I care what the you spelling is? I mean, you'll uh, put it on there. It'll be right. 253 votes so far. Once we get George Nuri on there, the votes are going to be pouring in by the millions because it's the old outer space crowd, man. And we got a lot of those people like Carlos and the old Oyster Neck Book of Brian. Want to hear about what? Call, call me when the ship lands. That's them. The only spaceship I want to see land, like right in my outside here, would be uh, the one from Smallville with him in it. Here's Boca. Hello. Uh, morning, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Yeah, before I give you a name, um, besides the owner of the Panthers losing his ass on the hockey team, mm -hmm. his uh, company's stock is down about 50% this year. How do you like that? And well, yeah, you'll, note, you'll notice the trade deadline came, and most of the teams did something to improve themselves, and all they did was dump salary again, get rid of Val Burry, another stiff. And uh, they got another uh, defenseman that nobody ever heard of, another kid. And, uh, I, you know, there's really no reason for people to come out because the performance at home is so dreadful. And you see for yourself, I don't know if you saw the game last night, but if it wouldn't have been for Luongo, that would have been like a 10 nothing game. He plays great every game. He keeps them in the game, but they don't score any goals in the home games. And who yeah, wants to pay to see that? That's right. Um, next year is going to be another bad year also. I mean, you know, think about it. Now, I don't have to think about it because who the hell are we going to get? I, and it looks to me, it looks to me like Dudley is paving the way to say, "Hey, Mike Keenan, you want to go to New York or any place else? Goodbye," because you know he he cans his assistant coaches that Keenan brought in. He brings in his own two stiffs, including bringing back Sutter, which I have no idea why. And he's basically sending a message to Keenan like, "A nice try, but goodbye," you know. Yeah. And then we can save some money on your coaching salary too. We'll see you later. Um, there's another bleeding heart liberal in Palm Beach County in the afternoon. I, yeah. I don't know if you have it on the list or not. Uh, Joyce Kaufman. Joyce Kaufman is on the air? 
Oi. Exactly. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for the bad news. Joyce right. Kaufman is still on the air. It's amazing. That is shocking. Yeah, the Panther organization, man, and of course they said, you know, they're going to uh, save more money, get rid of that $3.9 million salary pa uh, Beret's getting, uh, Valerie. But the fact of the matter is, well, same thing next year when it comes time to spend money on free agents and this and that. Just like they said before, getting rid of the other Beret, Pavel. And somebody tell Sam Rosen it's not Beret, please. I like you, Sam, but you're full of crap. Uh, well, and it's the same thing again. They're not going to spend that money because they're losing their ass. They're losing their ass. Now, what is this uh, fax here? Good morning, Neil. First of all, I agree with the caller that mentioned QAM jingle of live and loco. He's right. I think it sounds great. Yeah, live and loco. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. That's us. That is us. We're crazier than a bed bug, and if you don't believe us, just ask Mo. <laughs> He'll tell you. I've been a long-time listener to your show. My usual routine was to have my radio tuned into 560 while having the mute button on the TV and switching around from CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News. Uh-oh. But recently, I got so sick of watching Iraq this and war that and the same coverage going on and on that I gave up trying to keep up with the news on TV that I only read newspapers for that fix. But I found the greatest way to listen to the Neil Rogers Show. I have the radio blaring loud and proud, and I have the TV on with no volume and switch back and forth between the two Spanish channels. It's great. The women on those fixed stations are incredible, and I don't know a lick of Spanish. So it works out perfect, but I guess he would like to lick it. I see enough TNA during those three hours that it satisfies my entire day. Just a little advice to pass along to your listeners. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. There you go. It is. Incredible. If it's not too much trouble, could you pass a little time playing one of the old Defo bits for old time's sakes? Hey, how come we didn't put Jeff in the forest on there? Good question. See? I mean, I didn't think this would be a list that we have to like. You know, I wish that, right. like this last guy, talked a little hockey there for like ten seconds. That was fine. You know, we're trying to bring them out of their shell a little bit as opposed to just say, Ah, Joyce Kaufman, you know, I'll, you know, something. A little something. It says uh, the one that comes to mind was soon after he was busted and keeps on saying, thank you for your call. Do we know what that's called? Uh, Boca Brian will know because it's I'll a Boca. It thank you for your call. We have so many of those. Here's one that says, I was at the Panther game, and they actually did have a good crowd of 10 to 12,000. What? Actually, we came in at 730. There was a line of 200 people purchasing tickets. The only problem was 75% were from Montreal. Well, they must have come in awful late because this was in the middle of the first period, and they panned that place, and it was empty, okay? So if they had a good crowd, they must have shown up a day late and $50 short. You know how, how many people, I think, really paid to see that game last night? About 30, man. That's it. P.S. Elizabeth Smart dropped the ceremonial puck at the start of the game. Oh! <laughs> oh. Oh, and actually, it was Gary Carter, which is why we really lost. Yeah, he must have been praying to the wrong God, Gary Carter. Because you shouldn't say that because he's Rimmer's good, close, personal buddy and used to be their neighbor, which I can't stand Gary Carter. I don't care, Rimmer, okay? If you want to take it personal, you're, you're entitled. Just get on the plane and have a safe trip. But don't give me no Gary Carter crap or Beezer stuff either. Another good born again. God, those born agains, man, those goody two-shoes. They're all so much better than we are. Not better than the Mormons. <laughs> 10:13 at 5:60, and you know something? P.D. Lenny still hasn't given me the information. You know, this is this is scandalous, and it goes to show you we are local at QAM. We just don't care. Here's our fine sponsor, Barbecues Galore, and he still hasn't told me whether the sale starts today or tomorrow. Anyway, it's getting to be 100 in the shade just about every day in South Florida, even though it's only March. Does turning on a hot stove to cook dinner turn you off? I bet it does. Maybe you should start grilling, and for all your barbecue needs, shop at a great place, Barbecues Galore. Barbecues Galore is the guaranteed lowest prices in town, and this weekend they even get lower than usual because Barbecues Galore is holding their big annual spring sale. Today, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only is what it says in this part of the copy, Petey. Today, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. Take advantage of huge savings like 15% off most barbecues and accessories at Barbecues Galore. Save over 275 bucks 
on a 52-inch Grand Turbo stainless steel cart with rear rotisserie, stainless grills, and side burner. The price is unbeatable. Or how about saving on a Weber grill, just great for tailgating. There's a barbecue for every price range, and smokers and patio heaters and accessories, cookbooks and sauces, they're all on sale, too. You get a gigantic selection, unbeatable sale prices, a knowledgeable and friendly staff that will fit you with the right grill for what you'll be needing. Top brands, great service, and the annual spring sale going on Friday through Sunday only, it says here, in this part of the copy. Well, ask them when you go in there, say, P.D. Lenny's a moron. And they'll say, boy, you're right about that. It's all going on barbecues galore this weekend. They're your barbecue specialists. Don't forget, say 15% all weekend long at barbecues galore. They're in Plantation and Coral Springs. And if you want to get the exact location, just call them toll-free at 1-800-GRILL-UP. 1-800-GRILL-UP for barbecues galore. Two in the morning, same through. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hi, this is Jeff DeFlores for Capara Picker Nose Restaurante. They got good food here. I like it, and it tastes good too. Heaping bowlfuls of food like clams placebo, Zuper de Joe Pesci, Bisteca alla Garagiola, and of course my personal favorite, Scalapini Oi Fungi. You can enjoy a fine wine with your meal. I personally recommend any Green Springs or Grandma Boom. They got great desserts here, too, like pasta de Geordie and runaround soup. Capra Picano's Restaurante is conveniently located right across the street from Jefferson's. That's Capra Picano's Restaurante for fine Italian dining. Just tell them Jeff the Flores sent you. And bon appetite. 1018 at 560 WQM, the Mad Dog at 1, Hank at 3. We got the, uh, what do we got tonight? Oh, the Marlins and the Mets Exhibition Baseball 650. You don't want to hear that, do you? Eddie K. after the baseball game from GA and Joe and Mark overnight. That's our schedule. Now, what were you mumbling to me right at the end of my spot? QAM morning phone crew is the uh, bit that guy's talking about. Oh. Well, that's, I, I didn't know what the hell the name of that was, so that was the default one for him. That'll have to do. And we got default one there. We don't have any votes yet. And we also got Joe Rose on there, which I have no idea why, because Joe Rose is only like a part-timer on QM on a weekend and once in a while filling in for the Mad Dog. But that's okay. I guess we can yeah, put him on there. We like Joe. He's okay. Better than what we got now. So how's that thing coming? 302 votes. Let's see if those percentages be changing a little bit. Other than Neil, what radio personality does listen to most? Jim Mandit, 73. Howard Sperm, 49. Rush Limbaugh, 37. Phil Henry, 29. Now, that Rush thing, keep your eye on that, okay? I, because if those assholes uh, at FreeRepublic.com start creeping that thing, we're just going to throw them off the list altogether. Randy Rhodes, 29. Hank Goldberg, 25. The Schnittmeister, 14. Paul and Old Ron, uh, 12. Mo Howard David is stuck on 7. Bob and Tom, 5. Joe and Mark and Tom Joyner and Steve Kane and Dr. Laura each have 4. Romy and Eddie Kay have a pair. Ever see them together? I'm sorry, Eddie. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Footy's got one. Big Lip Bandit's got one. Albie Silk, Rick Shaw, George Nury, and Joyce Kaufman, and Jeff Defoe, uh, and uh, Joe Rose have none. All of those. All those people have, between the, among the, uh, oh! bunch of them, they got none. Joyce Kaufman. Oy vey, Joyce Kaufman. She's so wonderful and so liberal and so Jewish. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I think, you know, the weather's starting to turn Saturday here. It's going to be like 50 and Sunday 52 and Monday 56. You ready for that? Oh! Just in time for a nice vacation. Here's Cutler Ridge. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, hi. Hey, I've been monitoring your show uh, for several years. I love uh-huh. it. <laughs> um, I'd have to go with Phil Henry on the poll. All, I think everything Mo has is, is attributed to you. The yeah. Publicity you give him. Hairpiece. <laughs> and uh, 
Um, thank God for a lady that's smart. I, I'm really surprised that she was found alive. Aren't you? I'm, I'm surprised we don't have a whole bunch of calls about Elizabeth Smart. After all, she's had 75 consecutive hours of coverage, and that's like many hours before she even was found. Yeah, well, most of those cases um, is usually it, it, the child is dead. Well, you know, I thought so, too, but yesterday on the news they said that most of them are found. Now, you know, if you listen to one of these experts, they'll say most of them uh, aren't found. They say if, if they're uh, alive after the first two hours, the chances are okay that they're going to be uh, alive. I guess that's what I heard, too. That because they said that if they're going to kill him, it's usually within the first two hours. But he didn't want to kill her. He wanted to keep her as his uh, second bride. In Utah, of all places. Yeah, how do you uh, like that? What a moron. Right. Okay, thanks for the call, pal. Uh, okay. And have a great day. Where do they get notions like that about second wives and multiple wives and things like from that? From a crazy-ass religion. Oh. You know, from Joseph Smith. M-O-R-O-N. Yeah, he left the other M out. Yeah, that wasn't in the Bible, was it? Oh, wait, I'm sorry, it was. Joseph Smith, man, he had the tablets, okay, and he said, take two and call us in the morning. He said, take two wives and call me in the morning, and then take a couple more. He also had 3D glasses. Did he really? He was in Palmyra, New York, you know. Yes, I do. You know where Palmyra is? Up there. Let me show you on the map. Oh, right now It's right wow. near Iraq. <laughs> it's right near my rack. Five, six, oh, boy, I tell you, we could sure use a lot more calls. We got five billboards up there. If we had one call for each billboard, I'd be happy, you know? <laughs> no, seriously, I was thinking about that during the break. If we could just get one call for each billboard, I'd feel like we're accomplishing something out there. But these people, all they can do is just add a name to a list. You've got to break, you've got to have a little bit more than that. Come on, folks. I'm sure you can do it. We're on the verge of blowing a goddamn world up. We're going to go to war any goddamn day. We hate the uh, Freedom Fries. We got Elizabeth Smart is home in case you missed out on that story. After nine months of disappearing, and we thought that she might be dead. And this scumbag preacher uh, goofball, polygamist, run off with her. And we found her yesterday. Thank God she's still alive and in good shape. But like I said, I'm, I'm afraid some other crap may have gone down. I'm pretty sure. All of these things. And these people are like, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of Mrs. Wallace on Passions, you know, after Beth keeps putting the duct tape. you got to use do the time, something with the duct tape. Keeps putting the duct tape over her mouth, and he's got her tied in the uh, 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 wheelchair. It's great. Nice going, Beth. What a great show. Too bad you're not into it. Sure, a lot better than the crap you watch. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Oh, yeah, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making your call, sir. Well, uh, you know, I saw one of those billboards, so I decided to call. Okay. Uh, I'll add a name to the list, and then I want to talk a little bit about the war in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Simmons. Why don't we add him? When is What time is he on? He's on at 12 o'clock on WXY. Get out of here. Yeah. It's it's not the Richard Simmons you're thinking about. Oh, that guy, that. You know, no thanks. He does his show. No thanks. Uh, what about Craig? He's doing a show up in uh, WSBR. He is? Yeah. No, no thanks. No thanks. No, we have to put people on there that anybody uh, knows where they are in a station that somebody can hear. Nobody knows Craig. Even I didn't even know he was on the air. Yeah, he's back on the air. Yeah, great. Nice going, Craig. But anyway. Well, and you uh, can't let's have talk a second about Iraq. Uh, I think I have the answer for all yeah. of our problems. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to send Gilbert over there. Okay. See, how did I know it was one of those? First, he starts with mm. Craig Worthing and some guy, Richie Simmons, on Waxy, and now he's into Gilbert. <laughs> okay, probably Gilbert, one of Gilbert's boyfriends this week. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, I was on such a high, I felt I was taking hallucinogens. Maybe that somebody had uh, sent me some acid or something. Isn't that what I thought it was just sugar cubes for my uh, tea, for my throat. <laughs> sugar cookies. 79 votes for the Mad Dog, 52 for Howard Sperm, 39 for Phil Henry, Rush Limbaugh, 39. Keep your eye on that Rush thing. Randy Rhodes with 30. She's kind of dropping back. Well, 
Hank Goldberg, 25, the Schnittmeister, 25, Paul and Ron, 14, and Mo Howard David is still stuck <laughs> on seven. He's stuck and can't get off. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pa, these calls are sensational. You know, just keep this in mind as you get ready for next week. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, it'll be dynamite. Here's Jupiter. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. You have a great show, by the way. You have yeah, arguably one of the best shows on radio. I'm up here mm -hmm. at Jupiter. You know what that sounds like? It sounds What's like that? And you said there's freaking bomb up here. How do you how do you get ratings? I mean, I listen to you through the through the static. In this day and age of HPTV, digital this, digital that. How do you have such a show with 50, 60 year old technology? Because I have a bad agent. <laughs> that's the answer to your question. You're right. That's, that's if, if I was on, uh, sir, if I was on national radio, I would be a contender, man. I'd be kicking serious ass. I'd be making millions and millions and millions. I'd be influencing people. I'd be making the help and make decisions in the world. And I'm on this bogus little horseball station in South Florida on the ass end of the dial that nobody can hear inside a building. Yeah. That finally, after five and a half years under threat of uh, death and lawsuits, finally put up a few billboards. And it's, you're right. It's a miracle anybody knows that we're on. But you know what? I get people get in my car, and I say, hey, you got to listen. They say, how can you even hear that? They can't yeah. hear because there's so much static on every day during the summer. It's just amazing that. You you know, you ought, if you think it's bad in Jupiter, you ought to hear it on Uranus. <laughs> Good luck to you, pal. Have a great day. Go back. Crank it up real loud, okay? Open the window and crank it up real loud. 1026 at 560 WQM. We'll get some calls here today if we have to if we have to bust your gut, okay? I'm not going to do it because I'm making a nice recovery now. I feel excellent. Good. Plus, I'm counting down, you know, the rest of the day, and then we got tomorrow, and then you're on all next week, to which I say, all right. oh, do I need this vacation or what? Big time. I'll tell you a great place to go. Delights of West Boca if you're trying to lose some weight, which I'm doing now. I lost a couple more pounds. i got to do it. Got to do it, man. Get that pressure down. Get rid of those uh, uh, blood pressure uh, pills. Get rid of those diabetes pills. Throw them out the window. Anyway, Delights of West Boca is a superstore for people who are trying to lose weight on the Atkins or any other low-carb diet. It's a great sugar-free uh, store and low-carb store. they got three new flavors of their low-carb crunchy racket chips uh, and new low-carb brownies by Carb Control and four delicious flavors with only one carb per serving. So whether it's their Carbolite ice cream, breads, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, or any of the other 600 low-carb foods, Delights of West Boca is the place you're going to love because this store is entirely dedicated to use. And you can sample anything in the store before you have to buy it. they got a knowledgeable staff that knows they're dieting inside and out. They're open every day, seven days a week, 10 to 10. And at Delights of West Boca, they carry the most complete line of Atkin Brands products in the world. And the good part of it is they're always 25% off the regular price all day, every day. The Atkins diet is rated way up there, so head for the number one low-carb, sugar-free store around, Delights of West Boca, on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market, or call 1-877-LOW-CARB, or check them out on the web at lowcarb.com. When you mention P.D. Lenny and you stop in at Delights, they'll say, oh, you mean the guy that's probably leaving QAM pretty soon? Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. I don't have a penis. And so we got yet another installment to the spectacular Mo Howard and David in the show. We got uh, Jay Fiedler coming up as a very special guest today. And uh, after that, we got another very special guest coming up tomorrow. That will be uh, Jay Fiedler. Mm -hmm. What are you doing, Mo? Mo? What are you doing? Mo! 
I'm clipping my nose hair. What's it to you? You just can't do a morning show and cut your nose hairs. And what are you going to do about it, huh? It's my show. I'll do what I want. Ow! Just like I was telling that Sherman tank they called Doreen. That's not nice. Ready of me, not nice. You see the size of that broad? Talk about jumbo. Somebody ought to paint yes or no on her ass. The hell does she know about promotions anyway, huh? The only thing she's good for is keeping the farmers happy. Why, I don't think she can eat an entire ham. Uh-oh. She's backing in now. Yeah, I can smell the prince matchup of the belly. You have to go in the air and say those nasty things about me? How dare you come into my place of business? Don't you know we're live? Like Alcoa Theater. I've had enough. You pompous old dead rat hair, peace-wearing, fossilized, metamucil-filled, motherless... Now, see here, fatso. You are fired. Hey! You bastard! Don't come near me. Oh! I'm going to sit on you. Don't sit on his face. You're going to crush him. In between my buns. I'm getting out of here. I can't breathe. Can't breathe, huh? Yeah, I'm going to give you a blast of fresh air. Inhale this. Thirty-three at five sixty. There goes the Moen uh, Doreen again, boy. They just can't think it all straightened out, you know. Here's one that says I have a suggestion for a future poll. This could be tomorrow's poll. Did you look at this? Did you examine this? If you try to control yourself, try to put yourself back together again. Okay, I realize that after that you might be a little bit have difficulty speaking, but but try to control yourself. I do like this poll. Who do you trust the least right now? America's W and his cronies. Iraq's Saddam Hussein, the Vatican's Pope John Paul II, France's Jacques Chirac. Would you calm down? <laughs> Palestine's Yasser Amafart, Israel's Ariel Sharon, North Korea's Kim Jong-il, Mo Howard David or Greg Reed. What a great list. Oh, man. I think we might actually do that tomorrow. In fact, we might do it today because uh, the way this phone is going, man, pretty weak. Pretty weak response as usual while George is trying to, like, Pick himself oh up off the floor. Well, at least, at least uh, in the in the studio, they're enjoying the show. The audience, you know, it's the same usual coma, same crap. 383 votes, though. They're busy uh, banging away on our poll. How's Defoe doing? He's got any votes yet? That punk that called in with Craig Worthing. Well, who was that? Was that Brian Craig? Was that uh, one of uh, Steve's boyfriends or something? What? God, these little radio groupies, man. They just make me nauseous. There's nothing that makes me uh, more upset than talk show groupies. God, what a breed they are. Oh, how about Joyce Kaufman? Oh, that actually was a good guy that called in, but nevertheless, probably was a radio accident. In fact, look at that. There's only two people on the whole list that have no votes. You see who they are? No. Al B. Silk and Defoe. Oh. Defoe! Wow. Will you just settle down, okay? And next thing you know, Doreen's going to come in here and beat the crap out of you if you don't calm down. <laughs> Poor Doreen. So have you seen Lee? Oh, look at that. Elizabeth was found. Elizabeth Smart. It was 14 years old when she was taken. Oh, brother. It just goes on and on and on and will never stop. It's incredible. The media is sick and needs help badly. Good God almighty. We're getting ready to go to war. Tony Blair's going to get sacked over there by the Brits. They're just going to throw him out on his ass. And uh, it's just it's it's insanity. They get a hold of one story, and right away they just uh, they blow it up like it, just like Alien all over again, man. Just like I told you, 
Whatever the media decides is important, you're going to get immersed in it, okay? You're going to put all your energies and take your entire brain, whatever you've got left at this point, and you're going to immerse yourself in whatever CNN and MSNBC and Fox News tells you where to stick it. How do you like that? Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Hey, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I never got to uh, tell you what the most annoying song was. Uh, yeah, good. Well, that's good. Oh, thank God. What? I'm not going to listen to that crap again. And the fact okay, let me say it again. Anybody that wants to call this show and just give a name for a list, mm. you're going to be gone faster than you can say <laughs> that. Okay? Oh, yeah, I never got around to telling you that. Oh, by the way, that podium took six weeks ago. Well, what's your what kind, What's your favorite kind of kishki? Speaking of kishki. Yes. That barbecue thing, issue, sale. Barbecues galore? Yes. When is the sale? Today or today? Tomorrow? Today. Oh, okay, well, that's good. And uh, did he actually come in and tell you that? No, Duff went and tracked him down. Tracked him. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I asked Duff about Petey Lenny, and you know what he said? He's an asshole. That's what he said. That's exactly what the Muffmeister told me. Oh, don't let me forget that Duff bit we got. We got, we got so many great oh. bits today because obviously the <laughs> caller's got nothing to say because it's not just another list with one name. Uh, I, I might just play doing uh, Seriously, because you, I played <laughs> no. you a lot of the stuff before the show. Today. I'm There's not too much great it. stuff. Oh, God. You know, give people a few yucks. And also that weapons of mass destruction, I pledged to myself I'm playing that at least once an hour all day. And tomorrow. That's one of the great, that, that's his all-time great masterpiece, if you ask me, and that covers a lot of territory. Other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? Jim Mad Dog Mandage 87. You can't beat the Mad Dog. All right. He's doing it, baby. He's a wild man. He's a, a lunatic. And that's what we like. Live and loco. That's us at WQAM, where we're radio-ish. Don't forget, next hour we'll give you the uh, addresses of all of Mo's uh, billboard. <laughs> Jim Mandich, 87. Howard Stern, 61. Now, isn't that interesting? Since it got to be 1037, Howard Sperm's percentage went down. Huh. Not up. Huh? He was over 15%, though. I kept my eye on it. I kept my eye peeled. Phil Henry, of course, as we knew, which was a late edition. We're sorry about that. Are you sure? Yeah. Phil's got 50. Uh, Lardass Limbaugh's got 50. Schnitt's got What? What is wrong with you? What is so funny now? Delayed reaction. Oh, Schnitt's got 45. Randy Rhodes with 31. Hank Goldberg with 30. Paul and Young Ron with uh, 15. Mo Howard David's got 8. Bob and Tom, 7. Joe and Mark, 5. Dr. Laura, 5. Tom Joyner and Steve Kane each have 4. Old Tom Joyner, the fly jock. Don't you remember him? Mm-hmm. The no. small potatoes. Boy, he, he was so bad on passions. They hit him on for like two days playing uh, the informant. Was he ever was funny? Given, uh, huh? Was he ever funny? Did he ever do or no. say anything funny? No. And if you think his radio gig is bad, you ought to see his acting on passions. Mm. So bad. Embarrassing. Anyway, even Rebecca was uh, put off by it. Romy has three. Footy's got two. Romy and Footy. Romy and Footy were sweetheart. did that make a great song? Eddie K's got a pair. Big Lip Bandit, he has one. Rick Shaw's got one. Let's hear it, my good friend. Rectum. Rick Shaw's got one. Now, that's not what I wanted. Oh. That's what I want. Sorry, Rick. Who took the time to call in and wish me a happy anniversary on my 27th. I still am emotional about that. That was damn nice. Mm -hmm. That was really nice. That's certainly nicer than anything Greg Reed's ever done, I'll tell you that. And it was heartfelt with Ricky Ticky. That's, that's what I liked. He said, you do great radio. I'm just getting choked up mm -hmm. about it now. Greg, George Nuri's got one. Yeah, see, Carlos, you thought when I put that on there that all of a sudden, oh, my God, all these votes are going to come up for that uh, 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 whatever his name is. That was that Oyster Neck's vote, too. Huh? That was Oyster Neck that voted for that for sure. Yeah, figures. What would you call me? 
an oyster neck geek, a pencil neck geek. George Nuri's got one. Joyce Kaufman's got one. Hey, how you doing, Joyce? Oh, how come Norma Kent's not on here? <laughs> Joe Rose has one. And I'll be sick and uh, silk and Defoe still have not out of 424 votes. They got the big. Oh. How do you like that? Defoe's got about 75 billboards all over the place and has had them for months and months and months. And they spent it with their own money there on the light bulb. And he's got nobody listening. How do you like that? So based on what the vast audience we've had over these last five and a half years, or used to have anyway, we ought to have like a hundred billboards. But we'll settle for the five. Oh, I hate to break the news to you, Mo, but there's another mystery one. It looks like it's going up in uh, near the uh, Miami International. And guess who that's going to be again? Oh, God. Yeah, you only get one, Mo, okay? You haven't earned more than one. Now, what did I do with the list of billboards? Huh? That's an important thing, isn't it? Did I, oh, I hope I didn't Schmidt, can it? That would be bad. Well, if I did, I'm sure that muffle facts it again. I'll give him something to do, right? Now, here it is. Howard David's billboard, turnpike on the east side, visible going south, just north of Sterling Road. It'll make you flip your lid when you see Mo. 20 before 11 at 560 WQ. Let's get those phones lit up, baby. Let's have a phone festival today in honor of uh, whatever it is. Honor of Elizabeth Smart being found. Right. Oh. She's home. She's safe. And it's the shamrock ceremony. There's El Presidente. Revolution demanded that Iraq. How do you like that? Oh, he's talking about the shamrock. Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto of Hallett Pontiac GMC are pleased as punch, man, like Hubert Humphrey, and proud to announce their Neal Deal March Madness sale that's going on as I speak right now. Neal Deal number one. Pick out any new GMC or Pontiac in stock, like the 33-mile-a-gallon Vibe. Let me say it again, 33 miles per gallon, priced as low as 13998 And get yourself 0% financing for up to 60 months. You heard right. Your ears aren't doing waxy buildup. 0% for up to 60 months. Here's Neal Deal number two at Hallett right now. Choose any new vehicle in stock and get yourself up to a $3,000 rebate. And you are absolutely correct, sir. Get up to a $3,000 rebate on any new vehicle in stock. Hallett's also got, as always, great Neal deals on quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And you don't have to worry about getting a deal done because they're not picky about your credit like so many of the other car dealers. If you've got any uh, desire whatsoever to get you into uh, something, they'll get you into it. And maybe a vehicle, too. It's another set of great Neal deals going on now at Hallett, 1341 South Dixie Highway. That's on US-1 right across from the falls. They've been going strong there for over 35 years. And the reason they're still around and going strong is because they treat you right and make great deals. They're open every day, seven days a week. For more info, you can call the Neal Deal hotline at one 888 do not I sound great today? Yeah. No, I'm serious because I've been, I've been illing, man. I've been really, this is the first I day I feel like almost human since that stroke, even though everybody takes it very lightly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Stroke. Bunch of mindless assholes. Call the Neil Deal hotline at one triple eight five three four forty two eleven. That's one triple eight five three four forty two eleven. Don't forget, all Neil deals are subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. The one good thing is, though, I get a call every day from somebody in middle or upper level management there at QM saying, "You doing all right, Neil? How do you feel? You need anything?" Hallett Pontiac GMC. <laughs> unlike our radio station, they do be professional grade. My and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting and the right wing. Drilling it over and over into our heads That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction 
thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden. But no one seems concerned. All comfy and complacent. Believing every word of this cartel administration. That controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Without unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall and have a virgin installed. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Oh! Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. What a effing genius, you know? He's just amazing. Yep. Never know what to look at him with that oyster neck, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> It goes to show you. <laughs> exactly. Oh. 10.49. Oh, look at that. Elizabeth Smart. She's home. She's safe. <laughs> oh, All right. God, I just us. saw that out of the corner of my eye on CNN. Yeah. God, what an exciting day. You know what? I wonder I feel so good. Let's take a look at this poll. And, boy, they are pouring phony votes in on here like they're coming from the sky. You know what? We don't care. Just, just crank them in there. Eric likes that. Let's get 50 million hits today. And on the website, too. Other than Neil... What radio personality do you listen to most? Jim Mad Dog Man, it's 96. The Mad Dog is God. All right. There you go. Wow. How come he's only got one billboard? I guess he don't need it, right? I guess. Plus, I guess the fact he follows this show, and that would be a good poll question. Who would you rather follow, Mo Howard David or Uncle Neil? Jim Mad is 96, Howard Sperm 68, or how would you like to follow Marlins Baseball? No. Sorry, mm. Hank. Rush Limbaugh 64. Uh, Phil Henry, 59, Schmidt, 57. See, that's what makes the Rush number look very suspect to me, is that Rush and Schmidt are, like, moving up rapidly on that list. Don't believe it. Randy Rhodes, 37. Howard! She started with, like, a, with a, a bang, man, and then kind of petered out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, she's still doing pretty good, but Hank Goldberg, 36. Randy's got more than Hank? I don't believe it. Paul and Young Ron, 15 on Zeta. Mo Howard David had stuck on 8. <laughs> Bob and Tom also have 8. Boy, can you imagine if Bob and Tom were on mornings on this mm. station? Oh, would we kick ass or what? They are great. Dr. Laura's got, of course, they don't do a sports show. They do a lot of Indy 500 stuff that time of the year, but they don't do a sports show, and Greg wouldn't like that. This is the only time I've ever worked on a radio station where we have to have a format to suit the general manager's mentality. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I never really thought about that up until this moment. We have, we have to be really su- In fact, even when before we started on the station, in some of the discussions I had with Tanner and some of those other Goyam, uh, it was very obvious that they would like to, they were trying to move him away, away from so much sports emphasis. Away from it. See what I'm saying? Because yeah. they realize that it's narrow casting. 
It's like people that talk about golf every day. It's narrow casting. Anyway, uh, Moe's got eight, Bob and Tom eight. Dr. Laura, Joe and Mark have five. The Kane Meister, Mr. Ego's got four, as does Romy and Tom Joyner. Eddie K's got three. Footy's got a pair. Nice going, Footy, you idiot. Got to see an asshole. Big Lip Bandit, two. Jeff DeForest got a vote. Oh! <laughs> Joe Rose got one. Ricky Tiki Shaw's got one. George Nury still got Boca Bryan's vote. He's still got the same one. Joyce Kaufman's got one. And Al B. Silk has none. Well, that's because we have no crossover with Power 96, you know? Right. Do we? Of course not. We don't have those young punks that listen to Power 96. They don't even know where to, where mm -hmm. to find us on the dial. Teen Forget Juliet's. about finding... Huh? Teen Juliet's. Right. Forget about area. finding a rack on the map. Those punks that listen to Power, they don't know where the hell we are <coughs> or who we are or anything about us. And it's probably just as well. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How the hell are you, man? Pretty damn good. It's uh, hotter than hell here, so we know what it feels like. And it's warming up here. Going to be 50 this weekend, man. We are excited. Oh, People running hey. around in shorts. Hey, Neil, the reason I called you, um, don't you think that uh, if no. this guy really finances terrorist activity, I'm talking about Saddam, and uh, he's in a position he, he of power like that. He's sending 10 grand. He's still, there was a thing in the paper this morning. He's still sending 10 grand to the uh, Palestinian uh, terrorists. Well, don't you think that's reason enough to get him the hell out of there? No. No? No, I think what you got to do is contain him like we contained the Soviets for like 50 years without going to war and killing a bunch of uh, innocent people. And so, well, and, and opening up a can of worms that we have no idea what the repercussions are going to be. Well, yeah, you got to, you got, you got, you know, I got to understand now, that. Let, let me ask you, let me ask you this question. They keep saying, well, for 12 years he's flaunted the will of the UN. What has he done in the last 12 years? I mean, other than you know sending these checks to the Palestinian terrorists, what has he done in the last 12 years? Did he invade well, another country since we got him out of Kuwait? No. No. Did well, he? Uh, I... Did he gas any more of his own people, which the Kurds aren't really his own people, but did he? No. No. So, He's a dangerous man with a lot of money. And let, let, uh, let me ask you something. Aren't there a lot of other dangerous men with a lot of money? Yeah, but he's in a position of, you know, to, I think, to do harm. Based on what? Wait a minute. When you've got somebody cornered, when you've got the microscope on him, on every move that he makes and everything that they do, and if they would like double or triple the inspectors and put a U.N. peacekeeping force in there and like expand the no-fly zone, you'd have him locked up tighter than a drum. So we sit on our ass and wait for him to decide to, to do something stupid. You, you didn't listen to what I just got through saying. No, I understand what you're saying. You know, a lot of surveillance. Well, let me say this. Of... If, you, if you had Ted Bundy, as, as dangerous as he was, if you had him locked up in, a, in a, a small cell and you kept your eye on him 24 hours a day surveillance and never let him out, do you think he could have killed any more women? No. And that's uh, the point. That's the point. Surveillance, it works. And, Neil, in closing, I have something for, for yesterday's polls that people forgot. Vino Cook, that guy's about to croak. <laughs> okay. What the hell was yesterday's poll? Who's going to die first, the celebrity? Oh, Beano Cook. He's hoping, I think. Good old Beano. Oh! Yeah, that would be good. That would sure get Hank's ratings back up there. Although Clarence told me that Beano is a very highly listened show. They they actually uh, figured that out. They extrapolated. Yeah. And they decided that <laughs> Beano's where it's at. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless. Let's face it, Sodom's a bad guy. He gassed his own people. He invaded another country. He drank water out of a creek. Oh, and the deal that the Brits wanted to make, you know, that six-point deal that he had to agree to being on TV and yeah. uh, and saying that he wasn't going to uh, do uh, weapons uh -huh. of mass destruction. The one, they, they actually had a deal going there for a while. Oh, look at this. Iraq to deliver reports on VX nerve agent anthrax. Breaking news. And there are many outstanding issues when it comes to chemical and biological weapons. Let's go to the United Nations right now and check in with Richard Watt, which... No, that's not. But anyway, the one thing that was the stomach block is where he said um, Saddam was going to have to play 18 rounds of holes of golf with Prince Charlie and wear the kilts and the long stockings. 
They said something about going 18 holes with the royal family. And he got a little bit... Let them. It's dangerous in Miami town. At 560 WQAM. If you're depressed, take cheer up. You could have Michael's face. His eyes can't even tear up. What's wrong with Michael's face? He wears a doctor's mask whenever he goes outside. Claim that he just had two surgeries. We know he lied. Skin like a geisha woman. Eyebrows that go too high. A phony cleft in his chin. He don't look like a guy. Demented poor Jack O'Nutcase. What It's 1103 at 560 WQM. Almost cut me in the middle of a swig of my Diet Coke there. That would be bad. And you know about people that drink Diet Coke compulsively. Sure. <laughs> anyway, this fast you just sent me is rather uh, sad because uh, I guess somebody out there in the audience is very naive. Mm -hmm. It says the reality of this administration, sadly for them and joyous to us, is that they are kindergarten bullies preaching Schmidt to logical thinking Americans. We've had time to think it out. He can't get away with it, and he's going to realize it soon. Well... <laughs> Nothing could be. He's got a totally backwards. Right. You know? He is getting away with it. He is going to get away get with, with it. it. He's getting away with it now. He's got the American people easily brainwashed, easily led. Just keep repeating the same bull crap over and over again. And uh, just like that guy that was on a couple calls ago, your Julio friend, mm -hmm. he's a dangerous guy. I'll tell you one thing. Kim Jong-il is not only dangerous, but not only has nukes, but he's as crazy as a bed bug. Right. He's not just an evildoer. He's a crazy evildoer. Yep. And we prodded him with that axis of evil crap. We yep. prodded him like sticking him with a, a pitchfork. Called him a pygmy. Yeah, but Which again, true, we'll yeah. handle that uh, diplomatically because yeah. they've already got nukes and it's kind of dangerous. By the way, this story, uh, we got many things, many, many things. All of these things. Since the uh, calls are kind of sparse, mm. since we've taken away their ability to call in and say, uh, Sheila Graham, you know, something like that. That was for Boca Brian. Mm. That was for Oyster Neck. Cheney is still paid by Pentagon contractor. Huh. How do you like that? By Halliburton. These are the same people that were doing business five years ago with the Sodom, with that evildoer. Right. Halliburton, the Texas company, which has been awarded the Pentagon's contract to put out potential oil field fires in Iraq and which is bidding for post-war construction contracts, <coughs> is still making annual payments to its former chief executive, the Vice President Dick Cheney. The payments which appear on Mr. Cheney's 2001 financial disclosure statement are in the form of deferred compensation of up to $1 million a year. When he left Halliburton in 2000 to become George W.'s running mate, he opted not to receive his leaving payment in a lump sum, but instead have it paid to him over five years, possibly for tax reasons. An aide to the vice president said yesterday, this is money that Mr. Cheney was owed by the corporation as part of his salary for the time he was employed by Halliburton and which was a fixed amount paid to him over time. 
The company would not say how much the payments are. The obligatory disclosure statement filed by all top government officials say that they're only in the range of $100,000 and a million dollars, whatever that means, mm-hmm. nor is it clear how they're calculated. Halliburton is one of five large U.S. corporations. The others are the Bechtel Group, Fluorcorp, Parsons Group, and the Lewis Berger Group, invited to bid for contracts in what may turn out to be the biggest reconstruction project since WW2. It's estimated to be worth up to $900 million for the preliminary work alone, such as rebuilding Iraq's hospitals, ports, airports, and schools. In other words, in the long run, we're talking about multi-billion dollar contracts. How do you like that, huh? So, obviously, money's got nothing to do with it. And of course, no. that Seymour Hearst thing no. about Richard Pearl, money has nothing to do with that either, which is why Richard Pearl is suing him back, because he's so bent out of shape. Right. So we're buying we're the bombs. all doing it because, what? We're buying the bombs, and then we're going to rebuild the buildings that we blow up with the bombs that we bought. Right. Now you got it. You think we can rebuild the people that we kill? Well, they can do that. Here's a call from West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I've been listening to you for ten years. You know how old I am? Stop paying it, man. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. You know, it's so little time. You guys with the butterfly nets out there that are running around. So little time. So much work to do. One last call on the board, and then I guess we'll go to playing all these great bits that we've got because they got nothing to say today. No, no, seriously, it's it's tragic. It's a it's a national scandal. And this guy's talking about, oh, you can't talk like a bunch of kindergarten kids in the American public, <laughs> right? What, who are you kidding, Mister? What planet are you living on? Oh, look at that! The sun is out. It's a beautiful day, man. One o'clock comes. I'm going to hit the street. I'm going to go out there and have me a nice lunch. Good. You you bet your sweet ass. I'm going to go out there and have me a nice lunch. I'm going to read all the newspapers, find out what's really going on in the real world. Most of the snow has melted and just like vanished out there. It's a fantastic life, baby, oh! to be any place but there. Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, hey, um, as far as the freedom fries go, are they going to get real serious and have freedom ticklers? That's a good point. Yeah, that's right. Well, we talked about that freedom kissing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Elizabeth is home. There's the good news oh, that you've been waiting for. Elizabeth Smart is home. Her dad calls for a national Amber Alert. He's been fighting for that since she disappeared. Right. But don't you think that, and I'm not being smug when I say this, but with all the confusion we got already on the yellow alert and the orange alert, on the terror alert, I mean, how many alerts can we have, you know? Well, let's dispense with that silly horse crap. That would be a good idea. They just the have the Amber Alert, alert right. when we have missing kids like and people. A real thing that means something as opposed to... Because we don't, want, we don't yeah. want people like running to the windows and jumping out for his, out of hysteria every time we get another one of these damn alerts going. Meaningless poppycock. Right. To pacify the public, just like the right. duct tape. You know, again, this goes back to that fax that I read about, well, mm-hmm. the kindergarten thing. I want you to stop and think. They said that, uh, uh, I don't know what the percentage was, but there was a significant percentage of the American populace, and, and we know it because they ran out to their Home Depot and all their hardware stores mm-hmm. from coast to coast, and they bought up the duct tape and the visqueen and the bottled water. I mean, ducked, and, and then, and then he had a, like a week later mm-hmm. when they were getting ready to lower the alert again, and come to find out that a lot of it was based on phony information. At that point, he gets up there and he's starting to make jokes about, well, store the duct tape. Ha ha ha, yuck, yuck. You know what that reminds me of? It's like these press conferences. Here we're talking about embarking on going into uncharted territory. We have no idea what's really going to happen here, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. With this, with this little, uh, thing that we think we're going to accomplish in a couple of days. We don't really know what kind of Pandora's box we're going to open up or what kind of a Tinder box we're going to set off. And in the meantime, every time they have one of these press conferences, we got, uh, they're yucking it up, like, like it's some kind of a sports right. press conference sure. or something. Yeah, like it's an exercise. 
And Rumsfeld, of course, has been doing this ever since 9-11, since he started having his practically daily uh, you know, powwows with the media. There's his little daily uh, uh, bo shadow boxing with the media. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's a big joke. Well, gang rape ain't the only thing that's funny, you know. Yeah, I guess so. laugh, too. I guess it is. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Should Congress pass a national Amber Alert measure to aid in locating missing children? CNN's asking on their poll. Seven percent no. Ninety three percent say yes. yes. Of course they should. It works. In fact, the people that found her in these uh, two scumbags the other day, they recognized uh, the guy from TV. They said we knew it was him because he looked just like the picture that we've been seeing on TV. How do you like that? <laughs> what are you laughing about? Why are you chuckling? Oh, remembering that bit. Oh. Let's take a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to ramble off, but I'd just like to tell a quick story about our Social Security system. No, and... thanks. Call up Randy. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? Did I really hear that right or what? Are, are we, have we gone back to the KAT? Is this like going full cycle again? Going back to the Social Security system? You must be off your rocker, man. This is a show where we try to keep the average demographic under the age of death. No wonder we're doing celebrity death watches on this show now. Holy cow. Tons of VX nerve agent. The weapons inspectors believe it's considerably more than that. On the political front, those benchmarks will once be dis again be discussed by the Security Council, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. British Foreign Secretary Jack Straw today said if there's really a problem with all six of these benchmarks, the United Kingdom would be willing to eliminate number one, which is that President Saddam Hussein has to go on radio and state television to uh, renounce weapons of mass destruction. Right. And don't forget the 18 holes of golf with Prince Charles. He's a little concerned about the holes. Rectum. And those uh, British royals have been reading a lot about what they've been doing lately. No, what? He just don't want to back into anything he can't get out of. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? That's our poll on NeilRogers.com today, where we got some fantastic bedtime stories and a great cartoon too today. You better go to NeilRogers.com if you really want to see what's going on in the world. Jim Mandich, one hundred and ten. We're getting a lot of phony votes on here. Not for Mad Dog. Howard Stern, ninety three. We believe those. Rush Limbaugh, seventy three, and Schnitt, sixty eight. Do you believe that? No. No. Phil Henry, 65. Do you, does anybody listening to me right now believe that there are more Neil Rogers listeners who listen to Schnittmeister than Phil Henry? Does anybody believe that? No. No. Randy Rhodes, 40. The uh, Humper's got 38. And then a small potatoes after that. Paul and Young Ron on Zeta, 18. Mo Howard David is stuck. He's stuck there with a very meager... Nine. Mo, relax. Bob and Tom have nine also. <laughs> Joe and Mark, seven. Romy. Romy and a gloomy. He's got six. Dr. Laura and Tom Joyner and Steve Kane. Mr. Eagle each have five. Eddie KB having four. Footy's got two. Rick Shaw's got two. Oh, you know who voted probably for Eddie K? The guy who uh, sent that letter to Greg. Right. Remember, he said Eddie K is his favorite. Mm -hmm. Footy and Rick Shaw and Big Lip Bandit and uh, George Nury and Jeff DeForest each have a pair. There's one more for George Nury, Carlos. Joyce Cowan and... Joe Rose won, and Albie Silk still has the big oh, oh! none, the big O. Wow. That's sad. We don't have any power. Uh, 96 punks will listen to this show. They might learn something, okay, besides... Da -na 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 -na. Yeah, they might learn something beside that. Don't you think? They play that on power? 
They play Eminem, don't they? I don't know if they played that. They play that. They play that. In fact, we know they don't have to go to power. We can play it for them here. <laughs> That's right. We'll get that power crowd sooner or later. That's our goal. And it. Central Time, 11.13 on the East Coast, which includes Toronto, by the way, in case our engineers aren't familiar with that. Hey, if you're still a little bit nervous about ordering a bet over the phone, don't be nervous. Step right up to the phone. Pick that thing up because over a million people have bought a mattress over the phone from Dial-A-Mattress, including me many times, and hundreds more do it every week because they finally got smart. Dial-A-Mattress guarantees you that very few things in your life have a bigger impact on the way you feel every day than the quality of the sleep you get each night. If you've got a crappy mattress, you're not going to sleep worth Schmidt. So call 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-A. 1-800... Did I hear something there, Carlos? No, I'm taking care of it. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S right now. Wait till those uh, people, wait till the Royal Canadian Mounties show up there, back up to the door. And you'll have a great night's sleep for a long time from our friends at Dollar Mattress. They got the best mattresses in the world, not some off-brands that nobody ever heard of. They got Sealy, Surda, Simmons, King Coral, every size and style. And Fat Boy tells me that they're working, even though they don't have an outlet up here, they're working with some uh, joint up here and going to get me a nice uh, uh, mattress. How do you like that? Because they're sensational. That's right, dummy up. Good idea. Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction. They got more repeat and referral customers than anybody else because they know how to treat their customers right, by the way. Once you buy a mattress from Dollar Mattress, you'll never go back to a showroom again. And don't forget, when you buy your mattress from these folks, they set up the brand new one and take away the crappy old bedding for free. It's almost unheard of, but it's true. Dollar Mattress takes away your crappy, worn-up, soiled, messy bedding and sets up your beautiful brand new one for free. So make the call right now. Believe me, you'll be pleased. The easiest piece of shopping you'll ever do. Just make one simple call, 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and tell them that old Neil told you to call Dollar Mattress. Now, what just happened there, George? I don't know. Oh, look at that. That happened again. It must be because I got so excited because of Mo that uh, I knocked the thing off. Sorry. This is Sports Radio 560 Fusion's head coach, and I love the queen of South Florida, Neil Rogers. Should be in Buckingham Palace, but we'll keep him here. Yes. You sang the Irish songs and did the Irish jig. Uh-huh. Dance naked on the bar, but you don't recall who is. You made the best of your St. Patrick's Day this time. Don't have to question why your head pounds inside. It's something quite predictable, the things you did last night. You never drank more beer in your life. You partied hardy, those green beers were just a dime Rowdy and belligerent, that wasn't a good sign Put down your brew to hit the john once in a while Let the men's room soaking wet hit mostly the floor tiles there's nothing in your memory What you did St. Patrick's night You never drank more beer in your life <laughs> You're left feeling quite miserable Popping aspirin left and right You never drank more beer in your life <laughs> You're someone quite predictable The things you did last night 
You never drank more beer in your life. Well, my psychic powers kicked in again. Nice going. Ew, good. Wasn't I just talking about Prince Charles? You were. Here's the big raw scandal. Conveniently, is on a two-day tour of Bulgaria, if you please. <laughs> uh, Prince Charles has actually said that he finds this report uncomfortable reading, but that he does take the blame and the responsibility. Now, the man who's resigned, Michael Fawcett, he has the charming nickname of Fawcett the Fence because he's the one who flogged all the royal presents and kept 20% for himself. But you know, isn't it convenient? He resigns today, not a word of him in this report, and not a word of his resignation about why he was going, other you know, than to spend more time with his family. Isn't that great? He must have, what, 110 teeth? He makes Mr. Ed look like right. uh, he wears dentures. A senior royal aide to the Prince of Wales, Prince Charles, Bonnie Prince Charlie with the kilts, has quit despite a report in the royal household saying it found no wrongdoing by servants. The inquiry, criticized for being headed by Charles' private secretary, Sir Michael Pete, recommended tighter controls and procedures but uncovered no evidence of serious wrongdoing despite expressing misgivings about some staff practices. Is that stiff practices? It was commissioned to look at allegations that royal gifts were sold by the prince's staff and was sparked by the collapse of the trial of Princess Diana's butler, Paul Burrell, last November. We'll get back to you, Diana. Michael Fawcett, at the center of an internal inquiry into St. James Palace, will work for the Prince on a freelance basis, the U.K. Press Association reported today. Prince Charles, on an official visit to Bulgaria, i got to put him on. He just sends me Prince right to the Charles toilet. Charles says yeah. he will implement the recommendations. But frankly, Carol, it's going to take much more. They're not calling it a whitewash report, more a greywash well, Micah's is going to take a lot more. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, Micah's affect his chances to be king, but we have to go, so you have to answer me quickly. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely correct, sir. I love it. Accusations in the media that Fawcett had sold gifts and taken a cut from the sales were unfounded, the report said. In short, we found no evidence of staff uh, selling gifts or other items without authorization or of taking their commissions on sale. The inquiry also examined the fallout from the Burrell trial and the allegations of cover-up amid accusations of homosexual rape by one of the Prince of Wales' aides. How do you like that? Well, we knew all about funny. that. Huh? No fun. question about that. In fact, maybe maybe he was listening to Mo Show when he heard gang rape is funny. Maybe that's what uh, convinced him to be doing it. Anyway, there you go. There's the latest scandal from the royal family. And here here we're paying attention to what they're saying. We're worried about the, what the Brits are saying. These are our allies, these silly geese. That's pretty sad. That's the best we can do. Here's a real chronic faxer who says, uh. I was flipping station last week and heard a familiar voice. Alice Rantel was on with Sean Hannity. Oh, what a combo that is, spouting hate, spouting right-wing, self-hating uh, crap. What, what is it with these self-hating queens like him and Miss Drudge? And, and, of course, he left out Andy Sullivan and uh, formerly David Brock. Yeah, that whole thing with the self-hating faggots turns my stomach, man. Makes me want to puke my guts out. Self-hating right-wing faggots. I guess they have a death wish. Isn't that what it must be? Got to be. be. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Great. Uh, speaking of turning your stomach, how come every public press conference now has to talk about religion 
including the smart thing with these uh, with the dude Lucifer, whatever his name. Oh is. yeah, doesn't that make you nauseous? And then he, then the other than the parents coming back and the the uncles coming back and saying the miracle stuff and the, and then Bush talking about him getting on his knees in the White House and Bin Laden mm -hmm. getting on his knees. Yeah, Monica said she got on her knees in the White House too. This is this is I mean I like to, uh, they should televise one of Bush's prayer sessions. No thanks, no thanks. People put, will be puking all over the country. That's what I mean. And put it up against Saddam praying and his power. Well, well, let me say this, you know, about the smart people and bringing that God crap into it. It's like people that survived on 9-11 or other horrendous, like, plane crashes. What about all the other people? How come God didn't take care of all the other kidnapped children that wound up getting murdered within the first two hours, and all the other kidnapped uh, people like uh, Chandra Levy? How come God didn't take care of them? Well, of course, Chandra Levy, we know the answer to that. Oh, yeah. well, she had the wrong God. God took care of smart. That's the key. Uh, Neil, one other thing. Yes, sir. The second biggest phoniest, phoniest issue going now is this medical malpractice cap stuff. In Brevard County, where there's 500,000 people, there has been one medical malpractice verdict for a plaintiff in six years. Yeah. In the last, and I have no sympathy, man. The medical profession is a disgrace. They don't, they don't monitor their own. They allow these butchers to keep doing their thing, and I have no sympathy for them. It's a complete joke. The statistics are. If you look at the statistics itself, the figures itself, there is no, it's ridiculous. The, the doctors pay 3% malpractice insurance now. They want to go to 2%. Like, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. Okay. Good luck to us, pal. Thanks. See you around, eh? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a Most doctors are butchers. I'll tell you that right now. Most doctors, they wouldn't know a goddamn uh, wart if you saw it, if you had it on your nose. What's that? I'm serious. They don't. They couldn't diagnose a common cold. <laughs> I'm not saying there aren't a few good doctors, but if you find one, uh, besides my friend Dr. Hampton, if you find one, let me know. She's great. But other than that, I can't say too much about any of them. I do mean any of them. I wouldn't wish them on uh, Sodom. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM on a great Thursday. Boy, you ought to see what I'm looking at, man. The sun is shining, a blue sky. Oh, you ought to see what I'm looking at. Carlos. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, I'll tell you a great place. Go see Jeff Cohen. Now, looking at him may not be much, but they got some nice, friendly people who wait on you there at the Pizza Loft. In fact, uh, every now and then they got some pretty interesting numbers worked there, you know what I'm saying, of any variety. Jeff Cohen is the master when it comes to serving you up great Italian food at very teeny tiny prices, big portions, and what I love is that everything is cooked fresh. You can go into a lot of these so-called Italian restaurants, and the pasta is like pre-cooked, you know, hours ahead, and then they let it sit there in like water. Ugh. And by the time it gets to you, it's mushy, and uh, everything is al dente, cooked to your order the way you love it at Pizza Loft, and it is sensational. Taste the difference. Three different kinds of great pizza, garlic rolls that'll just have garlic dribbling down your chin. There's nothing like having it dribble down your chin. And, of course, they got specials every night of the week, too, so you can eat at even cheaper prices, you and the whole family. they got chicken and veal, seafood, calzone, super subs, and they do takeout, carry uh, what is it, delivery, and also catering for any of, of uh, fair you may be having going on. And they do a stupendous job for you, as low as 5 bucks per person, too. Two locations for you now in Broward. Pizza Loft is growing like Topsy. Well, not quite as fast, but they're doing it. They're in Plantation and in Davie. Plantation, they're right on the corner of Knob Hill and Sunrise behind Walgreens. So after you get your prescription filled, pop in there and go to a Pizza Loft for a fantastic, quick, delicious meal. For takeout and delivery in Plantation, call 954-382-1999. That's 382-1999. Uh, let me say it again, Sunrise and Knob Hill, right behind the Walgreens. And in Davie, you'll find them on University Drive between Griffin and 595, right beyond Pier 1 Imports, Kitty Corner of the new Armadillo Cafe, with acres of free parking and fantastic deals. Here's the number in uh, Davie. It's 954-916-8880. 954-916-8880. The world-flaming pizza law. Live, live 
and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Randy West, and they don't come any better than me, nor Neil Rogers. It's time for Name That Tune with host Tom Kennedy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Name That Tune, where tonight our finalist from last week will have a chance to win our million-dollar jackpot. Let's meet our finalist right now, Mr. Duff Lindsay. Welcome back, Duff. Thank you. I'm a little nervous right now. Oh, don't be nervous. You did fine last week. This should be a breeze. Yeah. All right, let's get you that million-dollar jackpot. Are you ready for the first tune? Yes, I've been practicing all week. Okay, then. Here we go. May we hear the first tune, please? Yeah, uh, Hamana Hamana, Ed Norton. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Don't believe it. Okay, this is the big moment. You can quit now or keep your... No, no, I, I want to go forge ahead to the million-dollar jackpot. Very well, then. For one million dollars, name this tune. Something wrong, Duff? Maybe you didn't hear it right? Again for Mr. Lindsay. I can't get rid of that song. That's all we're lucky. 11.33. At 560 WQM. I'll tell you one thing. I hope everybody else is enjoying today as much as I am. Yeah. This has been special. You know what Duff, I'm saying? It's been really really well. Well. Days Looking like this don't come along very often in a lifetime, at least not on this show. Anyway, I'll tell you, they're pouring in all kinds of votes on the poll. Some of them real, a lot of them not. But we don't care. Just have a wonderful time. Other than Neil, what radio personality do you Oh, by the way, CNN reports. He is uh, God or a representative of God. And he clearly has some mental health issues. See, but there you go. Uh, they go hand in hand. God and the mental health issues. The God Squad. Elizabeth's home. That's the report. Anyway, Jim, uh, other than you, what personality do you listen to most? Now, let me just say this about this poll. Because we did this before, uh, a couple, I think a couple years ago. Before, at least over a year, before Mad Dog was on every day. And back in those days, Phil would always bury the competition. Are you right? sure? Yes. Am I right? Yes. Remember those? Yes. Not even close. But... Now that Mad Dog is on every day, between 1 and 3, by the way, following the show Monday through Friday on QAM, we're radio-ish, uh, he just he knocks everybody away. He's got 120 votes for the Mad Dog. Howard Stern's got 106, and his percentage is back to almost 17, which I knew he'd go up a little bit after he got off the year. Rush Limbaugh, 79, Schmidt, 73, which were dubious, and Phil Henry's got 70. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't doubt that, <clears throat> even though we put him on there a little bit late, but not very late. And the reason being that both you and I forgot to put him on at all. Right. Because out of sight, out of mind. I mean, he's on there at night on a marginal station. He plays the Heat games half the time at night. And uh, you just don't even think about it anymore in our market. I mean, he's doing just fine. But, I mean, in the South Florida market, he's just like an afterthought compared to what he used to be. Hank Goldberg, 42. Randy Rhodes, 42. She's still hanging in there. Howard! Which shocks me. Shocking. Paul and old Ron, 18. See the difference there? 42 all the way down to 18. 
Bob and Tom 11 and Mo Howard David at 11. Bob and Tom would have a lot more than 11 if uh, anybody could hear them in Broward and Dade. Like if they were on this station in the morning. In fact, look, isn't that interesting? Bob and Tom and Mo Howard David would each have 11. You see what I'm saying here? Yeah. And they're not even in the market. <laughs> yeah. What does that tell you? So if they were on this station in the morning, man, they probably have like 600 votes already. Joe and Mark 8, LB Silk has seven. Do we believe that? Sure. No. What do you mean, sure? He didn't have any last time. Well, he's very popular just by osmosis. There's got to Get out of here. You must be dreaming, man. Albie Silk has got seven, right. Maybe seven fingers on one hand. You don't have no seven. Jim Rome. Romy's got six. Tom Joyner and Dr. Laura and Steve Kane each have six. Eddie K, four. Greg Nur George Nuri's got four. Art Bell, Jr. Defoe has three. Footy and Rick Shaw and the Big Lip Bandit and Joyce Kaufman each have two. You think Joyce has big lips? And Joe Rose has one, who's only like part-time anyway. The Big Lip Bandit's tied with Joyce Kaufman. Hmm. <laughs> it's Joyce Kaufman. Oh, she's so wonderful. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Mm -hmm. Every day. Every day what? This. What is it? Hold music. Somebody oh, calls hold music? Hold I don't music. know. It just it sounds so it's like fuzzy. Generic, right. Fuzzy generic hold music. Oh, the Beastie Boys have a war protest song. Have you seen that? Yeah. The, uh, Poker Brian gave it to you? No. Put it on this disc. You can download it right on the Internet if you want. Of course, I couldn't do it here because I have no audio on my computer, but you could do it. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, you got it on the disc? Well, let's hear a little bit of it. Now... Nice Jewish boy. Can you understand any lyrics? No, get rid of it. Kill it. Way, way to go, Beasties. Beastie Boys have a war protest song. Yeah. And that's what it goes like. Kind of like hard to like call it a protest song when you can't understand the freaking lyrics. That recent, most recent Mobit, that's what they sound like. Maybe too many bad drugs, you know? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Clearwater. Hello, Neil. God, yes, how, how are you? you doing? Great. I, you know, every time I drive by what used to be Clearwater Mall, I get like warm and fuzzy feelings of when you showed up there when you were on a radio station up here that had no promotion. WSUN, right? Yeah, and nobody knew that the radio station existed, and you pulled like six thousand people into this old mall. Yeah, that's true. Well, you're exaggerating a little bit, but I think it was about 5,000 we had in the mall in the beginning there, and then uh, for some reason they just, after Lasseter started attacking us, or for whatever reason, we didn't belong on here in Tampa, though. They liked us in the beginning, and then they, once they met us, they hated us. You know, I cannot believe that Schnitt is big in Miami. This guy is the worst talk show host I have he's, ever he's, heard. He's awful. He's like I always tell everybody, he is vintage WFLA, and then when I found out that he is on FLA and he does the show from there, I just about fell off the goddamn chair because he sounds like everything that's wrong with FLA. Uh, exactly. I mean, he is pathetic and awful. And then I see, I just, I'm looking at your poll on the web, and I see Steve Kane is still alive. Yeah, just, it, he's hanging on. Isn't he about 114 years old now? Yeah, but he's got all brand new body parts, so he looks like not over day over 90. Oh, okay. So that worked out well. My only one question to you, other than the fact that you are the, oh, I have to tell you, I was talking to a, uh, a, a gentleman and his wife out in Arizona who are religious zealots and they own a radio network and they were looking for talent, I said, 
They are the very best talk show host in the entire universe is at neilrogers.com. And, and they, they looked you up, and they mm. called me back and told me that Satan was working on me on a regular basis. That's correct. And uh, I said, absolutely, but, you know, Neil is not. Oh, God. Whatever happened to Jazz McKay, my second favorite Miami talk show host? <laughs> I think he eloped with Joyce Kaufman. I think he stuck her in that big box. It's incredible. I mean, is he still working? Is he still I, alive? I have, I, you're asking the wrong guy, man. I have no idea. I hope he's on the outside for a change. And I was up in West Palm a few years ago, and I heard Randy Rhodes, and it was so damn irritating. Yeah, she's irritating. You're right. But she is going to solve. Don't worry about any war, man. She's going to solve all the problems of the world by this weekend, so have no fear, because the goddess is here. Uh, hey, Neil, have a marvelous day. Have a great life, pal. Bye. There's a nice call from Clearwater. We had a good call from Lansing, one from Clearwater. The call's in town, of course, a little bit hostile. And we're used to that after all these years. 20 till noon. Now, what does this say? Tommy brought in a production order for Dry Concepts uh, with your voice. Uh, no, Troy did not discuss anything about that with me, no. I know nothing about that. So, what's the answer? Huh? I beg your pardon? I mean, I hate to have to discuss this on the air, but... Uh, well, why Why shouldn't we? Because uh, it needs to be produced or not, as the case may be. No, I, I don't We don't. I don't do that. Okay. I do, not do, I do not be doing that. Bada okay. bada the, not done. I'm not uh, going to start participating on the light bulb. Let's see. Hot off the press. Ex-Dolphins, 15-year sentence thrown out. Cecil Collins. Oh, my God. We're going to have to play Cecil's Lament in honor of this. Yes. A state appeals court has thrown out the 15-year sentence of former Dolphin running back Cecil Collins, ruling that the judge in his burglary trial did not give his relatives a chance to testify on his behalf. The 4th District Court of Appeals on Wednesday upheld Collins' burglary conviction for sneaking into his neighbor's apartment while they slept early in the morning of December 16, 1999. What is that? 99. But the panel threw out the sentence because Broward Judge Joyce Julian sentenced Collins within an hour of the jury's verdict despite protests from his attorneys. They needed time to fly in Collins' parents and coaches from Louisiana to testify. How do you like that? So there you go. You go, Cecil. So when you see a face at your window, 19 till noon at 560 WQM. Speaking of Troy the Boy, let's talk about our good friends at Brandy's, okay? Since Troy just messing up everything he touches these days, he's on a bad streak, old Troy. 25 years in business for Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach, and they're still going strong. And like I keep telling you, any independent family shoe store that lasts that long, nearly a quarter of a century, has got to be doing a lot of things right. Or like a little more than a quarter of a century right now, like I said. Like offering a great selection of men's and women's famous brands like Rockport's, Echoes, Mephisto, Timberland, Clark's, SAS, Floorsheim, and lots more. Then there's the big range of sizes they have, from men's teeny tiny 6 all the way up to a big impressive 15, women's 5 to 12 in width from a very narrow to very wide. I bet you Janarino's got a size... Big one. And don't forget their professional sales staff will help you pick out the right styles that you like and sit down and make sure you get a perfect fit every time with real personal service. And with over 40,000 pair in stock in their 8,000-square-foot mega store, you'll almost always be guaranteed exactly the style you want is in stock in your size, just about damn guaranteed. So when you need shoes, take your feet to Brandy's, where there's always a great special sale or promotion going on, like this week. All this week at Brandy's, take 20% off all Sperry shoes and get a pair of Sperry American Originals for only $9.90. Visit us at www.brandies.com, or better yet, pop into the store with your feet. Brandy Shoes at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, open daily 9 to 9, and Sundays 10 to 5. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. I broke in through her bedroom window. 
Seven at five sixty. WQM. The Mad Dog is coming up at one. The Humper. Hank Goldberg at three. And we got six fifty. Marlins and the Mets. Exhibition baseball. Any interest? No. Eddie K follows the baseball game and join Mark overnight. We got eighty-five million billboards up all over town. Anybody seen them? Yeah, actually. more. More and more popping up every day. I'm not talking about the one, the Phantom one that you keep seeing. It keeps right. disappearing. The one that uh, is a timeshare with seventy-five other things on there. Mm-hmm. I keep losing that list. I think it's uh, Freudian. I think I'm doing it like partly on purpose. I keep losing the list of. Uh, Duff sent me. It's here somewhere, boys and girls, because we want to read all the uh, locations, don't we? No. Just a joke. And why does Mo care about that? What is he so concerned about whether or not I read the locations of the billboards? Huh? Because uh, it goes towards how little time you actually spend doing a show. Oh, I see. Well, listen, anybody that does only three hours a day and has a sidekick that does half of the show and then has those long, long sports updates and then all of the spots, of course, on every in between like we all have, I think if you like three hours... If he, if he does three minutes an hour, when you boil it right down all by himself, that means he's doing yeah. minutes a day. I thought three they had 20-some um, uh, units on that show as opposed to 16 on this Yeah, there, there you go. Dollar a holler is what I'm hearing. So you put 20 and then another uh, 7 or 8 for the sports updates at the top and bottom. So that's 28 minutes, leaves 32. And then so you divide that uh, times by 2 is uh, Geldy. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyway, so here's Commercial Boulevard on the north side, uh, visible going west just east of the I-95 entrance is a oh, God. billboard. We'll just drop in there. Hank has got one on I-95 on the west side going a south, half mile south of Broward Boulevard. And a Mad Dog on Sample Road. How come we stuck the Mad Dog's billboard way up there in Sample Road? Oh, that's bad. Can't we swap his out with Moe's? I mean, Sample Road on the north side between 95 and the Turnpike is the Mad Dog's billboard. All right. Well, hey, at least we'll take it, whatever you got. It's something the first time in uh, ever. Right? Yeah. Too bad we're not getting a lot more uh, spy reports on them so that we got that one new listener. In fact, we've had two new listeners this week. <laughs> and then you subtract the one who sent that nasty letter to Greg Reed who claims he's not listening. So we got like a plus one. It's like plus and minus in hockey, you know? We're a plus one this week so far. It's only Thursday. New York City Council approves resolution opposing Iraqi war. Oh! The New York City Council in the place hit hardest by the 9-11 attacks approved a resolution yesterday opposing war with Iraq except as a last resort. The 31 to 17 vote came after months of debate over whether New York should stake out a position. If we're going to be looking for a fight, let's fight poverty. Let's a Democrat who supported the resolution. Democrat Alan Jennings said that after losing one of his closest friends in the World Trade Center attack, he was in no mood to vote for an anti-war measure. Our troops are in the Middle East at this time to fight for our democracy, Jennings said. I think this resolution sends the wrong message to our men and women in uniform. The resolution backed war only if 
Other options for achieving compliance with U.N. resolutions calling for elimination of weapons of mass destruction and the means of their development. Other since September anti-war resolutions have been approved in cities including L.A., Kalamazoo, Michigan, Kalamazoo, oh! Portland, Maine, and Milwaukee. What do you know in Milwaukee? They eat a lot of bratwurst and they drink a lot. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Kendall. Hello. The poor Iraqi people, boo-hoo. Didn't hear a word he said. What did he say? Well, you dumped it, right? Yeah. Okay. The poor Iraqi oh. people. Uh, now, what were you going to say before about uh, during the break you were mumbling? I couldn't hear a word you were saying. Oh, I thought I shouted it out. We no. have um, we have a request for that re most recent Mobit. The most recent, what, the uh, Mo and Doreen? Yeah, yeah. There are people lined up uh, waiting to know when you're going to play it again. Oh, how about uh, now? All right. Well, wait a minute. Is, is that okay? Well, or how not? about after the next break so that we can go uh, and all oh, you the people can go out and promote it? Yeah, I mean, the door keeps opening up. When are you going to play that again? Yeah, so I'll run <laughs> up and down the hall and ring the bell. <laughs> like, uh, okay, we'll just play that now and uh, just, right. you know, hold them off. Like a town okay. cry, I'll run up and down the hall. How's the poll coming other than Neil? And even I noticed in that spot you did, you said, by the way. Oh, no. What did you hear that, copy? Carlos? That's enough to learn how that to was in the copy. Here. I'm not taking the blame for that one. Carlos, you already said, by the way, even in the spot. Can't help himself. Other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? We've got, and we got, look at the votes, George, 672. Do you believe it? No. No. But it's fantastic. Jim Mandich, 126. All right. Howard Stern, 114. Rush Limbaugh, 80. The Schmidtmeister and Phil are tied, 76. Are you sure? Although Phil's votes are for real, I'm sure. Hank, 47. The Goddess, 45. Wow. And then it's small, small, tiny potatoes after that. Remember that song, Tiny Potatoes? No. Don Ho? Oh. Paul and Ron, 18, on Zeta. Bob and Tom, 13, have just moved a pair ahead of Mo Howard David. How do you like that, Mo? <laughs> Bob and Tom, who aren't even on in Dayton Broward. They're on in Palm Beach County, and they're great. Love Bob and Tom. Joe and Mark have eight. Mr. Ego and L.B. Silk and Dr. Laura, seven. I don't believe any of the L.B. Silk votes. I don't think we have anybody listening to this station who listens to Power 96. Not one. Do you? Yeah. Don't agree. Tom Joyner and Roma each have six. That's a good Quinella. George Nuri, five. Ah, uh, now you're going there, Carlos. You're really moving. You and uh, Oysterneck. Eddie Kay and Jeff DeFlorist each have four. Footy and Joyce Kaufman each have three. Oh, what a distinction, Footy, to be tied with Joyce Kaufman. Of course, Footy's response would be, well, our punks don't listen to you old farts on the radio. And that's true. Right? Right. Those 10-year-old kids who listen to Y100, they're sure not listening to us. And that's good. Rick Shaw and the Big Lip Bandit are tied with two apiece. <laughs> nice going, Rick. And Joe Rose has got one. Joe's got one. In fact, that may account. I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. I just got so much stuff piled up on here. It's just like I'm all over the place. There's just a lot of stuff going on here. Maybe that's why Joe says. I like the wee wee. That's what I was going to say. It really, it really wasn't worth it. It lost the effect by the Yeah, whatever. Okay, five, six, seven. So what did the guy say? The poor Iraqi people. In other words, that, mm -hmm. that was the a negative guy. That yeah. was the asshole. Yeah. He's not going to be on here. I don't care what he says. The moment I hear your voice, you're off. We hit the dump button and you vanish, okay? You and the uh, George Tapes guy. It's, it's, it, there's just no point. There's just no point in, in uh, putting up with it. You're just an imbecile. Plus, his voice is so goddamn annoying that that semi-whisper crap of his. Mm -hmm. just, uh, wouldn't you like to do him with a baseball bat? Just shove it right up his head and then just beat him over the head with it? Here's Miami. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm driving, so I don't have a computer. Can you put my vote in for me? Can I put your vote in for you? 
Yeah, Joey Reynolds. Oh, boy. How did you know? <laughs> Woo! Boy, they're coming out of the woodwork now, just like they're popping out of your... Rectum. I am that hemorrhoid. Yeah. Like I said. Well, he's, he's no uh, George Neary, I'm sure of that. Look at that, the Dow's up 111.5 points. Oh! NASDAQ's up 22.60. Oh! Making a big move today, baby. Can you smell it? <laughs> Making the big movement today. I can all, you can feel it in the air. So at noon, we're going to be playing that uh, Mo and Doreen bit that's very big inside the building. See, now what you're trying to do, which may not be all that great of an idea, is program my show based on the, the desires of the people inside the building. Oh no, just passing along a request. No, no, I'll, I'll play it. I never, I never turn down a request inside the building. I just hope that the audience isn't like all bent out of shape and psychotic because George is like, you know, sticking his nose in again. Five, six. <laughs> See, when you know he's so sensitive, you know, it's just, it's just a pleasure. Yeah, thinking about me. Yeah. Well, if you would have done a better job in sending me my goddamn pills so I didn't nearly have to have another stroke running all over town from one clinic to another to find another doctor. Although I, I still am so impressed the way that he was a young doctor. I mean, uh, you know, just he knew his crap. In fact, he even told me a little bit more about the Plavix, certainly than the other people did at Cleveland Clinic. Oh, he said it's it's one of those things you take every day, and the, the benefits of it increase over time. You know, there are many drugs like that. You know, like in fact, like Allegra, if you just take it once, it might not do anything for you for allergies. Yeah. But if you take it regularly, the the effectiveness increases over a period of time. Got it? Got it. There you go. And But for him to say, how many do you want? I, I didn't know whether to scream or appear my banana. I didn't know what the hell to do with that point. How many do you want? Stop if I would have said, man. oh, how about, yeah. <laughs> it was great. And he writes me out a prescription, and he says, take care of yourself, and good luck, and have a nice day. And I go to the counter, and she says, $35, please. Eh? And that's Canadian. That's like 22 bucks. 22 bucks. This is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <laughs> hey. And so we got yet another installment to the spectacular Mo Howard the David in the show. We've got uh, Jay Fiedler coming up as a very special guest in it. And uh, after that, we got another very special guest coming up tomorrow. That will be uh, Jay Fiedler. Mm -hmm. What are you doing, Mo? Mo? What are you doing? Mo! I'm, I'm clipping my nose hair. What's it to you? You just can't do a morning show and clip your nose hairs. And what are you going to do about it, huh? It's my show. I'll do what I want. Ow! Just like I was telling that Sherman tank they called Doreen. That's not nice. Ready have made not nice. You see the size of that broad? Talk about jumbo. Somebody ought to paint yes or no on her ass. The hell does she know about promotions anyway, huh? The only thing she's good for is keeping the farmers happy. Why, I'll bet she can eat an entire ham. Uh-oh. She's backing in now. Yeah, I can smell the prince match of a belly. You have to go in the air and say those nasty things about me? <laughs> How dare you come into my place of business? Don't you know we're live? Like Alcoa Theater. I've had enough. You pompous old dead rat hair piece wearing fossilized metamucil filled motherless. Now see here, fatso. You're fired. Hey! You bastard. Oh, come near me. Oh! Don't sit on his face. You're gonna crush him. In between my buns. <laughs> Twelve oh three at five. 
560 WQM. You know, after Doreen sat on his puss, so to speak, and like uh, farted in his face, maybe that explains why he's making those sounds. Now. <laughs> uh, the poor Momeister. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. Hey, Elizabeth Smart's home. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. Let's see some enthusiasm from the South Florida audience. Little Elizabeth, who's as cute as a button, man. She's beautiful. She's 15. She has survived nine months with these crazy people, these crazy religions. Again, I apologize for being redundant. How's that poll coming? Over 700 votes. I'll tell you, they're having a field day today. This is the kind of thing that every wacko out there in Radio Land just goes nuts on. 707 votes. Do we believe it? No. But we like it. We love it. Don't we love it, Carlos? Love it. Well, you're sure off your feed today. What happened, Eric, picking on you again? It's almost over. <laughs> okay, don't don't even say it. If you're having problems with Eric again, I want to be the last person. And don't forget also, since I am such a hell of a guy, that even though I'll be on vacation next week, that every day we're going to continue with these damn bedtime stories on our website, okay, on neilrogers.com. What a guy. Yeah. I mean, why the hell not? I'm not saying I'm going to get up 6 o'clock in the morning to do it, but I'll I'll get them to you when I feel like it. And we also have, we change them on Saturday and Sunday. Now we're going to put that Miss Grudge right where the hell, you know, he's only got what, a million hits a day? 1.3 million? Huh? We're catching up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we're doing over 100,000 every day, I'll tell you that. What's he doing, about 75 million an hour? About 30 million. Anyway, here's the fact. It says, I was glad to hear last evening that Elizabeth Smart was found alive. She seems like a beautiful child. All right. It was nice to prove all the experts wrong, and they're thinking that Richard Reese probably spelled wrong. Yes, it's Reese, R I C C I. Had killed her before he died. They gave him a cerebral hemorrhage, and his, I guarantee his family, they, his wife with the lawyer was on her this morning, and you could just see the look in their eyes, man. They're just counting. The cash register's ringing. I agree. And remember the young guy that was a drifter that they first accused and had the world looking for him for days? That's the guy that drove mm. over to, was it Virginia or somewhere, and he was in a, checked himself into a, a nut house? Checked himself know. into a funny farm. I think he got references from Muff. <laughs> and this guy never even worked at QAM, the one, uh, anyway. It says, I'm glad she's home and safe, but I think there will be a lot more to this story to come out in the days ahead. The Smart family seems a little shaky to me for some reason. Oh, we haven't heard anything like this. The fact that Elizabeth and her abductors were stopped twice and she gave them a different name. The fact that her sister, after months, figured out who the guy was and when they were <coughs> spotted, they were walking down the street. You would have thought that at some point she could have bolted. Yeah, but uh, that's, you know, that's like saying Patty Hearst could have bolted, too. You right. know, that's, that's Stockholm Syndrome. And there has to be some fluid connection to the story we haven't heard yet, like they hung out at Disney for a few days. As a matter of fact, they did. Yeah. They just had a thing on there before. They made trips to Disney World, and there was one other place, maybe Vegas. Since <laughs> I don't know, I may be wrong in my thinking, but I'm sure Larry King will figure it out. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, they're going to have a panel, I'm sure. They'll be having another panel. Had our panel tonight. We got a great panel. Uh, oh, God. It says, don't forget, on Mo's show, the guy with the voice does a traffic update about every 10 minutes. Oh, that's right. I'm Mark Morgan. Oh, I hear that. If you could only hear how that sounds in here, you know, on the speakers here. Yeah. Because I got really good speakers. We hear it in here. But but it comes on pre-delay. Mm-hmm. I'm Mark Morgan. And I just, I just about jump off the chair when that comes on. So he goes on for a couple of minutes. So if you added up all of the different uh, stuff they got under between the sports updates and the traffic updates and the spots and then guilty, pop, 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 with all of that, uh, and take out the live spots also, what do you got left? About 45 seconds? And this guy's talking about, in addition to which, what the hell difference does it make how long I'm on every day? What does that got to do with anything? You know, 
I'm taking a big check to the bank every two weeks. I think that's what disturbs him. Plus, we got five billboards, Mo, oh. and you got one. Oh. How do you like that, you silly old coot with bad varicose veins and a dripping bag? Oh. You silly old man. What do you say to that, you silly coot? Huh? <laughs> yeah, he ain't too happy about it is what he's trying to say. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, we got Mickey Mouse and Eisner Part 3 coming up in the next break, too. Excellent. Oh, I'm telling you, we got some heavy-duty stuff. For whatever reason, this was the week that uh, everybody just went nuts with good stuff. Must be the pre-war stuff, huh? Yeah. Where are we going? We're going to a beautiful Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Thank you for wonderful years of your talent on the radio. And the price was right. And I have a quick question for you. Maybe you can help yes, me. Sir. Or maybe George can. I maybe George to... can do it. He's an expert. Right. I listen to you religiously. But sometimes I miss like an hour or so of your show, and I go to your website to listen to it on your archives. And last year, when I used to go to it, um, a player pops up, and you can slide the slider. If you miss the third hour, you can go to the third hour of the show. Mm-hmm. Now when I go to your website, I have to, there's no slider. So you have to hear the full four hours of the show. And sometimes I hear Hank's, and Hank's show on one of your archives of, on a certain day. Is there any way if I... The uh, your the audio player comes up, I can hear like the third hour or the fourth hour, not the whole four hours. I'm, I have no answer. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm waiting for Carlos. Die, die. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke! But you know, later during the day, if you guys can go to the website and just pop up I, one of the days, I, I, see I, why I can't uh, fast forward to another part of the well, show. Uh, rather, to... rather than sitting here and play, playing dumb, which we are, I'll, uh, I'll find out for you. Okay, I'll research it. And talking about the smart case, Mrs. Smart was not so smart to give uh, a drifter five dollars and invite them over to their house and bring them into their family. I mean, I wouldn't go to five ninety-five and bring one of these guys home either. Yeah, they, they seem to have a habit. I mean, I don't want to judge them in any way, but they seem to have a habit of having an awful lot of uh, shady drifter uh, scumbags hanging around the house. Right, but um, and to the answer to that archives, maybe later during the show or tomorrow, maybe you can come up with an I, I won't know today, but I'll, I'll, if I can find out, I'll put it on for you tomorrow, okay? Neil, thanks for a wonderful 20 years and so. And, and have a great life. Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five oh divide in Europe uh, deepening France and Germany dismissed the British proposal. Oh, How do you like that? Good. Did you hear what the the Germans said to Tony Blair? You no. understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. <laughs> and that's what they said. And that was even before the story about Prince Charlie came out. Well, those Brits, man, they got real problems. Those Brits are going to have the Schmitz. <laughs> and of course, that's nasty when you're wearing those kilts. Wow. <laughs> I'd think it'd be kind of handy. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. What's up, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, I want to talk about what I'm scared of. What are you scared of? I'm I'm most scared of uh, like the people like Richard Pearl and all those guys. I'm scared Paul of them being right. Scooter yeah, Libby and that crowd. Yeah, I'm scared of their most optimistic uh, interpretation of the situation. I'm scared mm-hmm. of that being correct. Yeah. And then what that'll do to the world. The old chicken hawks. Yeah, man. If they're right and we change it, you know we. We put a new regime in there, and they're waving American flags. Then they're gonna—they're not gonna stop at Iraq. They're gonna see that as justification to go on to the whole rest of the world. 
You see, it's kind of like the duct tape thing to show how stupid most of the American public is. This business about we're so concerned about the oppressed Iraqi people, it's just like saying we were so concerned about the Afghanistan, the Afghan people, after 9-11. We couldn't give a crap about them one bit at all until we had to go back and get even with the Taliban and try to find Osama your mama. We didn't give a crap about what they were doing. In fact, we were going to be business partners with them in the Afghan pipeline uh, so we could uh, ship that oil again from, uh, from Turkmenistan. But uh, we didn't give a crap about the way they were oppressing the people. So all of this bull crap, all of this flowery sounding, we're going to export democracy, it's a bunch of horse crap. We're not fooling anybody. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, thanks, Neil. Take it easy. Okay, I'll, I'll see you under the bed. Oh, the poor Iraqi people, they're oppressed. He's a tyrant and a dictator. Right. Oh, my God. Did you ever hear us say the poor Russian people? Isn't it interesting that when we, we managed to keep detente going all of those years mm -hmm. and the Cold War finally ended and communism died of its own, it, it took its own demise. Right. They died a natural death. And we managed to hold off Stalin and Khrushchev and all those mm -hmm. crazy bastards right. with all those nuclear weapons and a, a humongous arsenal of uh, weapons of mass destruction, every kind of chemical weapon that's ever been invented and then some. Right. Cuban Missile Crisis. They were right there, right off the coast. There you go. And we somehow managed to avert all of this psychosis. But hmm. it seems that our leaders that we got in there now, the old chicken hawks, it seems they want to lead us in this uh, direction of going to war with everybody. Can't do it, Virginia. Can't do it. Because if we're really going to go after all the people who are being oppressed, then we're going to have to go after Syria and Saudi Arabia and Iran and North Korea. And the list is almost endless. And then we'll take care of Fidelic on a weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Liberty, power, Cuba. Now you're talking. Now you're making sense. <laughs> Twelve minutes after noon at 560 WQ, and we finally got the lowdown on barbecues galore. Thanks to Duff, who went down there and grabbed Petey Lenny by the neck and slugged him a couple of times, which is a good idea. And uh, finally got an answer for us, because like all of our other sales, I mean, why should he be different? The rest of the sales department don't give a crap about their accounts, so why should Petey Lenny, you know, as far as giving us information that we should know? Anyway, it's getting 100 degrees every day in the shade in South Florida, even though it's only the middle of March. Does turning on a hot stove to cook dinner bother you? Does the prospect make you nervous? I knew it would. Maybe you should start grilling. And for all your barbecue needs, shop at Barbecues Galore. Barbecues Galore is the guaranteed lowest prices in town. And this weekend, starting today, they get even lower because Barbecues Galore is holding their big annual spring sale today, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday only. Take advantage of gigantic savings like 15% off on most barbecues and accessories at Barbecues Galore. Save over 275 bucks on a 52-inch Grand Turbo stainless steel cart with rear rotisserie, stainless grills, and side burner. The price is unbeatable. Or how about saving on a Weber grill, just great for tailgating? They have a barbecue for every price range, and smokers and patio heaters, accessories, cookbooks, and sauces, and they're all on sale, too. You get a big selection, unbeatable, awesome sale prices, a knowledgeable and friendly staff. They'll fit you with the right grill for what you need. Top brands, great service, and the annual spring sale going on now through Sunday, only at Barbecues Galore. They're the barbecue specialists. Don't forget, save 15% all this weekend at Barbecues Galore. You'll find them in Plantation and Coral Springs for the exact store locations. Call their toll-free number, 1-800-GRILL-UP. 1-800-GRILL-UP for Barbecues Galore. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Eisner? Mr. Mouse? <laughs> uh, who's it? It's Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner? <laughs> Hold on a second.
Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm almost done with you, pal. Sir? I was looking at the ratings for this nightmare you had us going through. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. What a smashing success, sir. What? That thing was in the toilet. It was unbelievable. If you break down the demographics. You know what, Eisner? Say that I'm just happy it's over. Sir, I believe the second go-around will be much better. The second go-around? You must be on crack. We're not doing that thing again. Why do you want to bring that back? Because the first time around, you barely missed toppling the entire network? Well, 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 sir, it's already done. What do you mean it's already done? Nobody ever told me it was already done. Hang on. Remus! I'm on the phone with Remus. Yeah, ma. What the hell are you doing? Running some conduit, ma. Do it quietly, Remus. That's not quiet enough, Remus. That bluebird stinks like an armpit. Sir, our May sweeps will be amazing. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, too. Instead of 15 nights, 40 straight nights. 40 nights of I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. You're killing me. And the celebrities, 10 times better. Oh, my God. We got... Hold on. Remus? Remus? Yeah, boy. Take the harmonica. Slide it up your back end. Walk it out. All right, All right. We've got Bernie Capel. Who? Bernie Capel, the doctor from the Love Boat. Oh, for heaven's sakes, he hasn't worked since he did the Stop Snoring Spray commercial. We've got a real hottie, Adrian Barbeau. Oh, my God. She's terrible. And someone I know you'll love, Billy Bush. Wait a minute. Is that the president's annoying nephew? That's the one. Oh, for heaven's sake. You you can't put him on there. And the... Sixty WQAM. Oh, it's almost too much for one day, you know. Yep. Now, who was it? Was it the Aztecs who worshipped the sun? Yes. That was their religion. Yes. I was thinking to myself during uh, while listening to uh, Mickey and Eisner. I was thinking that if I was to believe in anything, I, and I've said this before, sure. I believe in the sun because number one, life uh, can't survive without it, and right. number two, it's tangible and you can see it and you can feel it and you can smell it. Right. Right. They had other gods, but that was the main one. Was the sun. There were yeah. sun worshippers, and what's wrong with that? Like a lot of people on the beaches down there right now, they're worshipping the sun. Let's play The Warmth of the Sun by the Beach Boys. No. Here's a fact from Tom and Boku. says, the new Mobit is great. Every time I hear it and Geldy says she's backing up now, all I can think of are those backup beeps that are on heavy equipment. Maybe Boca can add them. How many beeps? About 30, man. Is what Tom, Tom and Boca says. Excellent. Nice going, Tom. 
God, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Just a matter of days before we start dropping the big ones, baby. That's right. We're going to show them what for. And then we'll go tackle North Korea, and then we'll get those goddamn Iranians, that uh, mm-hmm. head, the Ayatollah. You'll see. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's up? How you doing? Pretty good. I want to know what you think of people that put mayonnaise on pastrami sandwiches. Goyim. Aha. Goyim. What, what are you groaning about? Goyim put mayonnaise on pastrami sandwiches. You're not supposed to do that. See, you're groaning because you don't understand what he's getting No, at. I'm... It's a very goyish thing to do. In fact, uh, we've discussed this before. Is mm-hmm. it you or somebody else tell me they don't like sandwiches that have, like, um, dressing on it? Dressing. You know, like Russian dressing, like a Reuben sandwich no, has Russian Reuben dressing. without the uh, Russian dressing, right? Right. Yeah, I without think you're the one that's always too sweet. And I would agree with you. I don't like uh, when a bread gets soggy, you know, on a it's sandwich too like that. sweet, that kind of dressing. Right. Plus, I'm not supposed to be eating no bread anyway. Right. And I guarantee you, I'm not. I am really, I got to, uh, now I have no choice. I have absolutely no choice. I like corned beef better anyway than pastrami. Yeah, corned beef with mayonnaise is really uh, for going. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got about a hundred open lines here. We got like thirty seven minutes to go on what's been a sensational show on this end today. And actually, a couple of calls have been okay too. You know, a few. Yeah. Huh? Right. Compared to usual, oh, I'm yeah. trying to get them Absolutely. all geared up for you next week. And let me say it again: I'll be on vacation next week. George will be on Monday through Friday. The guy that wants to hear the George tapes oh, will be no. in heaven. He'll Not be squeezing again. himself. No, you. Again. And I demand. I don't request. I very seldom do I make any demands. But since I am, oh, I demand their loyalty at least uh, right now. Okay, we're trying to make a big comeback here in spite of all the. Uh, it's like jumping over hurdles when you work on this station. Here's a call from North Miami. Hello. North Miami, going once and long gone. Okay, see what I mean by support? Let's go to our last call. It's from Orlando. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Is it freezing up there today, sir? Not really. It's going to be uh, about 28, and then this weekend's going to be in the 50s. Oh, nice. Spring is on the way, man. Hey, I work, uh, I'm an optical lab technician. I work for two doctors, and she's from Toronto. Nicest people I ever met, man. There you go. But anyway, uh... Um... You, know, you know, days like Monday, for example. Monday, our Internet was all screwed up, so we had a really all messed up show. And I had to rely on the callers the whole show on Monday. And I'm going to tell you something. By the end of by 1 o'clock, I was ready to blow my brains out. And I'm thinking to myself, what a difference between the people I speak to every day in South Florida and the people I encounter from the minute I walk out my door here and I go downstairs in the lobby and I walk out on the street. It's like night and day. It's like you're living on two different planets. Well, I'm 50 years old, and that's... They're the nicest people I've ever worked for. She's from, he's from uh, Chicago area, and she's from Toronto. But right. they're great. Uh, anyway, uh, the best bit you got lately? I heard it. I guess the end of last week or the beginning of this week was the. Mm-hmm, that is funny, man. I just fell out of the chair. What is it? The the, I can't say the word. Condoleezza. Oh. With the, nobody. Oh yeah, the the muzzle on the mouth. Yeah. Nobody muzzles us. <laughs> yeah, great. right. Anyway. That's not what the Beasleys say. Their motto is everybody muzzles us. Hey, you still taking suggestions? In for fact, that's going to be the new, on the billboards, it's going to say muzzles are us. You still taking suggestions for the poll today? Sure. I hate real radio, but the love doctors are pretty good. Okay. And in closing, George, whatever do to you. <laughs> good one. That <laughs> was good. Well, it wasn't him. It was another guy. He's, right. you know, he's no, a little good. bit original. It was cute. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. On our website today, our poll, other than Neil, which radio personality you listen to most, Jim Mandich, 143. Right. He's been leading out of the box right. from the get-go, like a dog that leads out of the box at the dog track real quick and says, look at my ass. That's what the mad dog's doing. Catch my ass. Howard Stern's on his ass with 127. Getting a little close now. It just changed again. Mad Dog 144, Howard 128. Howard Stern, that is. Always clarify. Phil Henry, 87. He's in third. Are you sure? Rush Limbaugh, 85. Schmidtmeister, 78. A lot of phony ones. Hank Goldberg, 54. The Humper's moving up. Randy Rhodes, 51. Howard! Paul and Ron, 20. Bob and Tom, 14. Mo Howard David at 12. Wow, they moved a couple ahead of Mo. Joe and Mark have 12. I don't believe that. See, but what? You know, I like Joe a lot, but why is it every time we do a poll like this, they have to, like, diddle around on it, huh? Why do you think they are? I know they are. There isn't a Chinaman's chance in hell. Twelve, that's more people than are up all night the time that they're on. You know, so obviously it's suspect. They did this I, I the voted last for him. They, what? I voted on it. Albie Silk, you didn't vote for him? He's got eight. Dr. Laura's got eight. Romy and Steve Kane, Mr. Ego have seven. That's a good it's a good pairing because Romy sounds a little bit like uh, Brian Craig. Little Brian. Tom Joyner's got six. George Nury and Jeff DeForest each have six. See how this is changing now? Eddie K's got four. Footy and Rick Shaw and the Big Lip Bandit and Joyce Kaufman each have three. And poor Joe Rose is sucking one in last place with just a pair. 27 past noon on a tremendously uh, psychotic Thursday. I just, I don't know what it is. I think I'm looking at the beautiful sun and blue skies out there. And I'm ready to get down on my knees and worship it all. Worship the fact that I'm here and not there. Anyway, if you need to order a bed, don't go schlepping around shopping at those department and bedding stores and get ripped off. Do the smart thing like over a million people have done. They bought a mattress and dollar mattress over the phone. Hundreds more do it every week. You should be one of them like I do. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. You'll be guaranteed a great night's sleep on one of the top mattresses in the universe. they got all the top names. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil. Every size, every style, whatever you need. A twin, a king, a queen. Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. They've got more repeat and referral customers than anybody else. And you want to know why? Simple, because they know how to treat you right. Once you buy your mattress the smart way from Dollar Mattress, you'll never waste your time going back to department stores and showrooms again and bedding stores because it's just a ripoff. You help them pay for their high overhead. Why do you want to do that? And don't forget, too, another part of the deal that's great is when you buy a mattress from Dollar Mattress, they take away your crappy, smelly, soiled old mattress, and they set up the brand-new one for you for free. That's correct. They set up the brand-new one and take away the old bedding for free. So call right now and do yourself and your back a big flavor and get a big, a great night's sleep every night for years to come. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for dollar mattress. The easiest, the smartest possible way to get you a great new bed. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard. Tonight, Dole and Clinton. Let me ask you something, Bob. What's your wife looking for? Ah, uh, Bob Dole says. What do you mean? Uh, every time she makes a speech, she's staring up at the sky. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something about Iraq. I ordered 79 bombing missions in Iraq back in 98, but your people put a stop to it. Desert Fox ring a bell? Ah, uh, but Bob Dole says you got a blowjob. Your fault. All your fault. Uh-huh. Your people are fixated with my penis and still are. <laughs> Bill, you ignorant slut. At least I don't need any help for my penis. Ah, Bob Dole could always use a hand. Bob, are those garter socks you're wearing? Why? You want a date? You're not my type. <laughs> hey, Bob, can you do this? No. Bob Dole says no. Paul, do this really fast. 
Look, look, I'm making chatter puppets. I'm not even in the same room, stupid. I know he can't see me. All the same to me, communist. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Dom, you got my check. <laughs> 1233 at 560WQM. What great uh, voices those were, you know? Yeah, who did that? That is shocking. <laughs> a little genius did that. Maybe it was Mo done it. <laughs> Here's a, a fact says the Fox News scroll, not that they make mistakes on Fox, says Mitchell was a grifter. Yeah. That's the Mitchell guy, a.k.a. what was his other name? Yeah. Emmanuel. Right, right. He's a grifter, according to Fox. Well, like, you know, they can't get it straight enough. They're afraid to put that's the a, D that, on there. That's a word, that's like a word you it, don't know? It might be subliminal for uh, drifter, for Democrat. No, no, no. It's a word you don't know. Grifter? Grifter. Is a con artist. Oh. Like I thought the, it was a typo. No, and so the, did the uh, facts. hard Monty people, uh, the Irish travelers, grifters. Oh, not like travelers, just like that. And what did I say to you before the show today? Yeah. I said, what do you think? He might have been a traveler. Mm hmm. And you went, oi! Just like that. Anyway, here's uh, Carl in Sedona, Arizona, who says, Phil uh, can't be heard via the net anymore. If you can't get the station, you can't get to him. How do you like that? And he says, prior to the Condoleezza song getting gagged, there were notifications the station wasn't responsible for your fun. Frankly, I can't get enough. Stick around a long, good, good, long time, says Carl in Sedona, Arizona. That's for you, Carl. Thank you. And you know what? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's coming up. Well, that's the one. 26 till 1 at 560. WQM, the mad dog who is leading the pack, baby. The leader of the pack. He's kicking ass. 151 votes today. Other than Neil, what radio personality you listen to most? 151. Howard Sperm, 134. That's a pretty good battle there, I would say, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. uh, Phil Henry's 92. Okay. Rush Limbaugh, 85. The Schmidtmeister, uh, 78. Bad, bad. Yeah, I'm really glad that guy from uh, Clearwater from the West Coast called in. Because even a lot of the people over there know what bad radio who he is. Uh, I, I don't get it. I just don't understand the attraction. Other than he's on right after Rush, and he's, uh, you know, Rush Jr. More of the same right-wing crap. And you talk about somebody who's on like about two minutes an hour. Have you ever tried to listen to his show? No, I have not. Has Carlos ever heard his show? Yes. I mean, if he's on more than like 30 seconds out of every quarter hour, it's a miracle. And he threatens he's going to talk about this and going to talk about that, and they never do because they got like all this other crap going on. Nice going, Cheap Channel. Hank Goldberg, 54. Randy Rhodes, 51. Ron and Paul, 20. Oh, it's a long drop-off after the goddess. Paul and Ron, 20. Bob and Tom, 14. Mo Howard David at 13. There's where the battle is between Mo and uh, Bob and Tom. <laughs> Joe and Mark, 12, including George's, and a couple of theirs each. And uh, probably, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, that works on the show with him. Vlad? Vlad. And uh, their boyfriends. Albie Silk, 8. Dr. Laura, 8. Jim Rome, 7. And there's no reason to read the other ones. Small potatoes. Single digits. Tiny little teeny tiny digits. Although it is interesting to go to the bottom. Let's see. Was there anybody who didn't have any? No, Joe Rose had one. Joe Rose has got a pair now. Nice going, Joe. They're kind of small. Joyce Kaufman, Rick Shaw, Footy, and the Big Lip Bandit all tied at three. And Defoe and George Nuri are all the way up to six. Nice going, Carlos. Oh! You and the Oyster Neck with George Nuri. Don't we have a bid on that? Do we? George's yeah, opens. Huh? George's Art, Art Bell style opens for the uh, George Phil's in for Neil show. No, thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's Moral Gables. Hello. Hi Neil. How yes you sir. Doing? Okay. I hope you have a nice vacation. Thank you. I need it. Uh, you know, you were mentioning the difference between uh, the conversations you have with people up there versus down here, 
and I was just browsing around on the Internet, and I saw a CBS News report that says that a National Geographic uh, survey of American young adults. Well, I had that, yeah, I had that yeah. around before about finding a rack on a map. They don't have a clue. Eighty-seven percent can't right. find it even when you have show them a map. Yeah, even if you stick their finger on it. And you mentioned that the, you, you were firmly convinced of that with the uh, duct tape uh, fiasco that was going on. I mean, how, how could anybody be that stupid to buy into that? To I mean, first of all, for them to present that to the public shows how, how dumb they assume most of us are, and to talk down to us like we're a bunch of kindergartners. It's just pathetic. It is. And is, have you noticed how much duct tape has been cropping up? Different aspects of duct tape stories have been cropping up, like the leaky bio suits that our soldiers have to use if they yeah. plaster the holes yeah. with duct tape. And here's something uh, from the Associated Press uh, uh, yesterday that, you know, this uh, remotely controlled uh, air, uh, piloted, unpiloted aircraft that the U.S. has the in drone, Iraq. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the, uh, the Associated Press report says here, a remotely piloted aircraft that the U.S. has warned could spread chemical weapons is made of balsa wood and duct tape <laughs> with two small propellers attached to what looks right. like engines of a weed whacker. Excellent. You can find that on the uh, Associated Press. It's called I'm whacking it right now. Iraqi drone, U.S. warned, looks like more like a model airplane. So Scares the crap out of me. Duct tape, it's everywhere, Neil. Have a great day, pal. You have a great vacation. Thanks. Thanks. 22 till 1. Yeah, I, I hate to say it because I don't want to sound un-American, but I don't really give a crap. It's just the uh, people here are so much more educated. And even though the teachers here are always going on strike, they have a lot of the same problems, you know, underpaid people, etc. But the the education level here is so much greater. I mean, you just don't find the rampant functional illiteracy that you do in America, and that's because the school system in America is a joke. It's just it's just like when Jeb ran for re-election. Oh, he's the education governor, and, and you know they're taught, they found a tape that uh, they taped that comment about subverting the will of the public, which now right. now he's trying to get it through the legislature to get uh, convince the people to say, oh, we didn't really mean it about the class size because <clears throat> it's going to cost a lot of money, so uh, we'll change our mind. This is the education governor. What the, What are we talking about? It's always politically correct, very much so, to say, oh, our number one priority is education. Bullcrap. You can't complain about the education in America because, generally speaking, there isn't any. What the hell are you talking about? So why the hell should we, should we get these stories year after year, year after year, 87% can't find us? How about the ones, the college students, we had that story a few months ago? They couldn't find the place where they live. They couldn't find Florida on the map, Florida college students. The ones from New York couldn't find New York City on the map. They couldn't find New York State, a whole bunch of them. And it wasn't like about 13% couldn't find the United States right. on the map. Okay, are you ready for that? The same people that were ready to uh, go out and buy the duct tape, they should be very impressed with the fact that 13% of the people, young people, couldn't find the USA on the map of the world. Duh! Duh! He gassed his own people. He invaded another country. He drank water from a creek. He's got a bad mustache. Oh, I am so glad to be here. 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. I'm so glad also that our good buddy Chuck Alfieri is still taking care of guys out there with that big, ugly, bald spot. Creates a very, uh, it, it definitely does create like a kind of a mental thing for a lot of guys. You know that bald spot? Yeah. No, seriously, like an inferiority complex. Sure. And then some guys try to cover up it like with a dead animal. You know, they stick it on there and... People, they think people won't notice that it keeps sliding off or that it starts moving around every once in a while, you know? It starts chewing on their forehead. 
Well, the answer is the natural hairline system from my close personal paisan, Chuck Alfieri, who uses the latest technology to make it look like it's really grown out of your scalp. That's the key. It looks like real hair, not like straw, not like some dead animal fell out of the sky on top of your uh, bald spot. For over 25 years, Chuck has worked with the famous and not-so-famous and everybody in between to make them look younger and better than you ever thought you could again. And you got nothing to lose. They sit you down, give you a free consultation. They'll show you how much better you can look. You wear it for 30 days. If you don't love the way it looks and feels, if you're not getting ahead like at least 15, 20 times a day, Charlie will give you a full refund. So here's the toll-free number to call. And don't forget to mention Neil Rogers, too, because he'll knock 200 bucks off the regular price. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413 and get your hair back and start looking sensational again. 1-800-321-2413 or log on to www.charlesalfieri.com. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? It's a terrorist warning. Because of all of the stress Rumsfeld says we better watch out Yes, be prepared And I'm scared They say not if, but when now Non-specific threats are a joke Yeah, I think there are hopes they could give me a stroke I think that I just will ignore it, yeah And live my life Enjoy the ride blown away by all this stuff today, and it's almost too much all at once. 1246 yeah. at 560. Aren't you just blown? It's a heady stew. It's just amazing. How's Stu doing, by the way? Who? Oh, by the way, Stu Barnes got traded to Dallas right at the training deadline. Dallas Stars, if they need any more. Boy, just amazing. Look at all those ex-Panthers around the league, and they can't score into an empty net. Aren't you upset about that? What? I knew you would be. Five six seven oh five sixty. Well, I'm just fumbling around here because I want to get one more time before we leave today, huh? No, no, seriously. Before we get out of here, we got to hear uh, the yes. Bowmeister uh, analyzing his numbers <laughs> and that thing he had with Doreen the other day. Around. Hundred and fifty. Oh, look at that! It's getting really tight now. Uh oh, Mad Dog, you better not let your guard down. Look over your shoulder. Whip it again. Jim Mandich, 157, Howard Stern, 145. Other than Neil, what radio personality do you listen to most? Phil Henry, 94. Phil's in third place. Are you sure? Rush Limbaugh, 86. Schnitt, 80. Hank's got 54. Randy Rhodes, 52. And after that, small potatoes. I didn't even get this story on yet today. U.S. feminist sues over Masters Golf uh, protest. Did you see that? No. Well, I bet you some, I know somebody's upset. Yeah. A feminist pressing the host club of the Masters Golf Tournament to admit female members filed a lawsuit yesterday after she was denied permission to protest at the club's front gate during next month's nationally televised event, the Masters Golf Tournament. Martha Burke, chair of the National Council of Women's Organizations, has been trying to break the gender barrier at Augusta since last year. She's demanded the club admit a woman by this year's Masters, which will be held April 10 to 13, Augusta, 145 miles west of Atlanta. The club, which hasn't had a female member in its 69-year history, 
has defended its right to decide its own membership despite sharp criticism of the all-male policy. <laughs> Burke said she wanted to expose the golf club's discrimination against women and the hypocrisy of its corporate members who say they support diversity yet have not rebuked the no-women policy. <laughs> right. So there you go. The contretemps continues at the Masters as the good old boys want to continue. It's our, it's a boys club, you know, it's a, it's a thing. Boys will be boys. I'd like to hang around with boys. Yeah. Kind of like Michael Jackson. He likes hanging around with like little boys. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Westchester. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Good. Listen, uh, I used to, I love the Condoleezza song. Is there, uh, before it was muffled, is there any way that you could, uh, print the lyrics on the website? Therefore we could, you know, do, Sing along mentally? No. No. No, good luck to you. Let me say it again. Uh, no! No. Five, six, they just won't let it go, you know what I'm saying? 5670560, oh, pound 560. Oh, a high court uh, halts Texas execution. Another good story. Oh, did I mention they found Elizabeth? Oh! Who? Hey, don't get smart with me. <laughs> the Supreme Court yesterday stopped Texas from executing its 300th inmate since capital punishment resumed in the U.S. in 1977, granting a, a dramatic last-minute stay to condemn killer Delma Banks. Banks claimed she was wrongly convicted of murder 23 years ago, and they were backed by three former federal judges. How do you like that? He. Did I say she? Uh, whatever. Well, Delma sounds like a woman, doesn't it? It does. His lawyers told justices he was poorly represented at the trial. Prosecutors improperly kept blacks off the jury, and testimony from two prosecution witnesses was shaky. Banks is black, his victim was white, and the jury was, you guessed it, all white. Oh! How do you like that? In Texas. <laughs> He's been on death for 22 years, longer than 16-year-old Richard Whitehead, the victim, was alive. The court issued the stay without comment about 10 minutes before he was put to death. Boy, you talk about a last-minute reprieve. Ten minutes. Can you imagine the... Wow. Woo! I'm not so sure if that would happen before or after the word came in. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Just... Uh, I'm saying I'm not so sure if the gigantic in the pants would happen before the reprieve or after they found out. You know, probably just a psychotic episode, wouldn't you think? You'd think. If you were just ten minutes away from what you thought meeting your Marvin Maker, I'd be a little bit nervous myself. Ten minutes to one at 560 WQM. The Mad Dog. Oh, he's pulling away again from Howard. Although, now, it's very interesting. See, I told you, Howard's sperm is up to 18% now that his uh, listeners are all over here. I mean, some. And uh, Lardass and the Schmidtmeister are starting to drop back. You see that? Right. And you want to know why? Why? Because it's after 12 p.m. Oh, that's right. Ah, there you go. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there we go. Now we're getting smart. <laughs> oh, did I say who? smart again? Yeah. Is Elizabeth? She's back home again, by the way. And Harry Fleischer still oh, anything looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> still got a big bald spot and looks confused and embarrassed also. And I would be too. Hey, guys, size makes a big difference. That's what Ari says. According to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have big, big, impressive paychecks. According to the state of Florida, and we know we can always trust them, except when it's Jeb doing the talking and Catherine Harris. Computer careers are among the highest paid and in highest demand, and Teresa Lepore. Fast rank enough, you achieve a new high-paying computer career in just four short months. And they have locations in Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines. And they got day-evening weekend schedules, so no longer is there any excuse for any of you guys to stay in some dead-end job working for like three, four, five bucks an hour when you can have yourself a meaningful career with a minimal amount of effort. So call our friends at Fast Train and see what you can do and what they can do for you. Call 866-FAST-TRAIN. they got full-time job placement. Guaranteed financing is waiting for you, too. What do you got to lose besides a really crap job and a boss who's probably a real asshole? 
You can have a big, impressive paycheck now with a real career by calling Fast Train. You can check them out on the web if you like, FastTrain.com, or call them right now while you're thinking about it, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live and local, here's Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, God.
rights, the civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, not the Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Out of provoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton installed with no objection at all. Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over until our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Uh-huh. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Duff, get off this instant.